theme song, theme song. This is Tanya. Okay. Nikki. Uh, this is the A Thousand Eyes in One podcast. We're talking about Game of Thrones and A Song of Ice and Fire with lots and lots of book spoilers. Today we're talking Hi. about <laughs> Season 7, Episode 4, The Spoils of War. gonna throw it up there best episode fucking ever <laughs> uh, dude it's so good it's so good every time i think about it like i start to hyperventilate a little bit it's like oh, oh it's so good i watched it tw- twice back to back with my father-in-law oh, man. yep so did i <laughs> i was like ah. like like it was so crazy that when it ended the first time like when it ended and i was just like holy shit i just turned everything off i was like that was just too much Holy shit. Then I was like, okay, go into the roof. I'm going to watch with the people. I'm going to pretend like I haven't seen it. And I'm so going to watch. And do I've you watch Insecure? It was amazing. And no, I've, I started watching it. Uh, I watched like four or five episodes and then I forgot and I stopped watching. Because like, I like it, but like it's so hard for me to catch it when it's airing because after I watch Game of Thrones, I'm just like so emotionally exhausted. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. Emotionally just like... I'm always, like, high and mumbling afterwards, like, legitimately just walking around, just, like, mumbling and talking to myself, because nobody, I can talk, can't talk to anybody about it, I'm just like, fuck. Yeah. Fuck. You guys should know that Tanya, like, forbade me <laughs> to talk to her. She was like, we can't talk about this until it's time to record. I was like, but, 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 so just, oh, there's so many fucking things. Yeah, I was like, Nikki, please, if we sit here and talk <laughs> about this now, when we go to record, it's going to be, like, so dry. Yeah, totally. 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 So, Cersei. Wait, no, not Cersei. We haven't gotten there yet. Lannister army marching. Gold! (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, one of the things I thought about, two things that stood out to me, was um, Bronn making a joke about Queen Cersei's reign and, and, you know, how peaceful it is. Sarcastically how peaceful it will be. And and also, for them to follow up, saying that... um, they're taking harvest from reluctant farmers. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that too. Like that's a bad start, um, because if Danny comes around feeding people, you know, we've already discussed yep. how the small folk, the small folk, especially in King's Landing, are so fickle. Yep. Yeah, man. There's there's a there's a lot there. I like to have Bron was like, you know, he obviously doesn't know. What Elena said to Jamie, but he's like, "Did the Queen of Thorns prick you in the ass one more time?" And I was just like, "And how? <laughs> and how she did?" And it's just like, there's there's a couple interesting, I guess, like setups there. Um, just because it's like, Jamie's like, "Yo, Bron, here's your fucking bag of gold. I paid you, son. We always pay our debts." And he's like, "But what about my castle?" And his wife. I, I mean, he never got with Lawless. Yeah, I guess not. Huh? They're supposed to marry Lala Stokeworth. Yeah, and then they went That's off right. to and then they went off to Dorne. So I and guess, they went off to Dorne. Yeah, I yeah. Guess that I never think... happened. Yeah, they never brought that up. He doesn't mention his wife. He just mentions a castle. And Jamie's like, Jamie pulled a Cersei, and it was like, when everything is done, when the war is done, you can have whatever you want, you know. And right. I'm just, mm. <laughs> Look at that Lannister. Yep. 
it's fucking crazy. And I like that the, the stranger things have happened. <laughs> Cersei, yeah. Cersei's reign will be long and peaceful. And he's like, stranger things have happened. And Bronn's like, like what? <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like what could, like out of all the things that we've seen, what could be stranger than Cersei's rule being peaceful? I mean, you know what I mean? It's just like, she's already fucked her brother. She's already blown up the sept. There are dragons in the world. And... What could possibly, like, I think uh, Cersei's rule being peaceful would be the strangest fucking thing that could happen. Yeah. Totally agree. Especially but then it's like. insane. Yeah, dude, so fucking crazy, you know? But then it's just like, you see, like, this, uh, like, the beginning, like, little seeds of animosity in their relationship, you know? Mm-hmm. He's like, you're not going to give me what I want. And, like, Jamie goes, like, classist on him super hard. Like, where do you, like, the shit uh, you come from? The shit he came from, whatever name that was. And then where you're talking, where he's talking about, you know, basically hustling farmers to give up, to give up their grain. He's reminding Bron, he's like, you're a thief. <laughs> that's what you are. The thing about like, Bron, oh, excuse so me, the thing about Bron is that he's not, like, he works for the Lannisters, but he's not particularly loyal to, you know, anyone no. but who, you know, his pockets. Yep, which is fair you know he's a sellsword and he has no real um connection to these people there's no reason for him to be loyal so if he's not getting paid you know mm-hmm. there's no reason for him to stay nope no reason at all and then like jamie played him in front of in front of randall tarley and dickon and you're just like come on man brian's not someone you want to make an enemy out of you know like he he was just as you know he was in your brother's service not too long ago. <laughs> Don't send him back there. Yeah. Ooh, gas oh. <laughs> that's, that's, one those, that's one of those oh. things you say inside your head. Oh, but it hurts so bad. <laughs> Heartburn. Okay. You good? Whew. Yeah, I think it's gonna go. All right. Yeah. It's just like it's cool. So the, I mean, the thing about that is like, um, they were that was right outside of High Garden. I mean, we could talk about the passage of time because the next time we see them, they're like outside of King's Landing. But so that yeah. was like a fast movement. How I can't remember how far away King's Landing is from High Garden, but yeah, I don't have. Anyways, that's not near me. Yeah, it's not really relevant. Anywho, speaking of King's Landing, <laughs> <laughs> so Cersei being compared to Tywin again. How do you feel about that? Because mm-hmm. I just, I just don't see her as Tywin. I feel like she's too emotional to to fully be Tywin. Tywin had his own faults. He was definitely blinded by... uh, hmm, How do I put it? He was blinded by what he wanted his family and dynasty to be. Mm -hmm. Sure. And so I think that was one of his... Aside from his just like blind hatred of Tyrion, I think that was like his, his problem. Yeah, he wanted to ensure his legacy. Cersei, on the other hand, I don't think she's particularly brilliant. I think no. that she is just ruthless and is willing to do things that other people won't. Yeah. Like, time yep. wouldn't have blown She's up willing to go places people won't. No, absolutely not. He would have been like, this is the bad move for these for these reasons, you know? Right. But um, ty- she, com- Tywin also wouldn't have let it get to a point where Cersei was locked up. Yeah. No, God. He would have never let, you know, her planning is what led to her having to even blow up the set. And I think time would have never even let it get that far. Yeah. So even though she won, you know, she blew up the sept. It still wasn't necessarily like a stroke of brilliance. It's that she found out there was um, 
wildfire underneath and blew it up. Yep. Yeah, it was all co- coincidence. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, I have to, we, we talked about the difference between show Cersei and book Cersei, and show Cersei is definitely smarter than book Cersei. Absolutely. Uh, but I just, I mean, she's taking advantage, she's she's really good at taking advantage of things that present themselves to her. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, she's... And, and uh, Highburn. Highburn is, is uh, <laughs> he's pretty clutch. Yeah. Dude, can we, like, so Cersei's basically saying, hey, Iron Bank, I got your money. The Iron Bank is like, yo, we've never been paid a debt this large in one installment. It's fucking dope. But when's the money going to get here? And she's like, you know, it's on its way. It's on its way, you know? And that's that's all cute. But, like, can we talk about the mention of the Golden Company? Yes. I was <gasps> waiting. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Because the first time I watched it, like, I, it, like, I, like, breezed past that and didn't even, like... It didn't even register, and it was the next time I watched it, and I was like, "Oh, Kyburn wants to hire the Golden Company." What the fuck does Cersei want from Essos? Would you like to explain what the Golden Company is? Uh, the Golden Company. Let's see if I can remember my book stuff. They're basically an army of sellswords. They're an army for hire. They're, it's like you take a bunch of bronze, you put them together, and they will basically—that's the army that you can hire for anything. And, um, they, and they do not break contracts. They do not break contracts. They're Everything that they for... say they're going to do, right? they do. They deliver on. They're like the Lannisters always paying their debts, which is cute with the Golden Company, so whatever. <laughs> like that little relation. But what the fuck, dude? What, like, what could she possibly want to hire them for? Like, okay, she needs well, an she army. she doesn't have much of an so, army. Yeah. I mean, she has so, the Lannister yeah. army, which isn't as, which isn't as huge anymore. Mm-hmm. She has yeah. um, the army from the Reach. But without Highgarden, you know, that's taken a lot of it out. But obviously Rendell Tarly and whatever other bannermen they have. Um, yeah. I mean, who else does she have? Yeah, so she needs them for an army, but, like, what does she want from Essos? She's asked, she's saying, you know, they, I want them to recover something for me from Essos. Oh. What's an Essos that Cersei wants? Well, I don't know if she wants something to be recovered from Essos. I think she just said she wanted something to be recovered. I think she said from Essos. I'll have to go back and check because I was just like, I remember I wrote it. I was like, Essos, what the hell could she possibly, like, what's out there for her? And then I thought about the horn and I was like, hmm, Dragonbinder horn? Maybe? I don't know. No, they haven't yeah. mentioned that at all. Yeah. I don't think they have not the show. But the, but the Golden Company is back. So, like, does that mean, does that, I mean, we've talked about it being too late for Aegon Targaryen. And uh, no, they're not going to bring in and Young Griff and all of them. But who, man? Well, no, because I mean, they already crazy. they already played out the John Connington role with um, Sir Jorah. Mm. So like, that's yeah. not going to happen. And then I don't know. And like the even the, the Aegon Targaryen landing in um, in uh, Westeros, they've already done that now with Danny too. So mm-hmm. if uh, <laughs> if you don't know, if you're not familiar with this Aegon Targaryen business, look up. Um, Aegon, fake Aegon. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go on a wiki of ice and fire, they have a lot of information about that. If you haven't read the books, um, yeah. If you haven't read the books, there's a it's a whole, a whole other storyline happening that whole the world, show man. is just not even touching on. <laughs> We've gone so yeah. far from the books at this point that it's hard to even speculate. You know. Yep, that's so crazy, so crazy. So I'm looking forward to seeing what whatever that is whatever like whatever that is what is that she wants to be recovered yeah yeah maybe she means Tyrion. 
Maybe she, but she's, but she knows that Tyrion's at Dragonstone. Right. But I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't think she meant recovered from SLS. I, I took it mm-hmm. as just meaning she has something she wants to be recovered. Okay. The only thing I can think of is Tyrion. But if she doesn't want him, rec- or maybe she wants him recovered so she can torture him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, imagine how horrible that would be. Forget it. Let's see. I'm going to see if I can pull it up. Da, 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 da. So the Iron Bank I'll is look willing. that up and we'll come back to it. Okay, now that they're um, being paid back, they're willing. So they're willing to loan her the money again for the Golden Company. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is cool. I mean, they, they want to be on. They want to be invested. They yeah, they be want invested. They, want they know. Money. As I said, they're going to miss her interest payments, you know? <laughs> right. They got to find a way to keep that relationship open. Oh, the, this is totally unrelated, but the church scene from the Kingsman Secret Service is on right now on FX. <laughs> <laughs> but it's on, it's on FX, so I'm, I'm, I imagine it's going to be heavily edited. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, um, after King's Landing, we went back to Winterfell. Winterfell. Wait, is there more you want to say about uh, um, No, I'm just, I'm just going to look at that part to see, okay. to see if I can find what she says. So back at Winterfell, Littlefinger uh, and Bran are uh, bonding. Um... <sighs> Littlefinger is the fucking worst. He said, I wrote down what he said, I would have stopped that dagger with my own heart when he was talking about the dagger that killed Catelyn Stark. Bruh. Mm Mm-hmm. Please. Such a liar. Piece of shit. Such a piece of shit. And, like, the most fun part about it is, like, he's, like, you're giving Bran the dagger that was meant to end him. Like, that's kind of fucking sick in and of itself. And then you're talking about his mom... And all this kind of stuff, but like you know, I was protecting Cat's kids, and for a minute, you're like, "Do it? Can I believe this? Do I believe it?" And like, no. nah, man, of course not. And then it's like you're like watching Bran like talk to him, and it's just or watching Bran like listen to him and just kind of like you know just barely tolerate his presence, and you're just like you're talking to the motherfucking three eyed raven. <laughs> he knows <laughs> everything. The thing is, know, okay, like, so I have an, everything. I have a suspicion about that little finger and hmm. is wanting to bond with Bran. Yep. Do you think it's possible? Okay. So this is kind of what I think. Little finger. Clearly he hasn't, it didn't work. He's not going to butter up John. That's just not nope. happening. Mm-mm. It's not working with Sansa. Nope. And Sansa hasn't turned against John, but now mm-hmm. Bran's home. Bran is the rightful Lord of Winterfell. Now That's that why I think he sees. Prop- right. Now that there's a proper Stark, I think he was hoping to use Bran to challenge John's place. Mm-hmm. I think so too. I think he's like, okay, well, here's the, he doesn't know anything about Bran or what Bran has been through. Right. He just sees, okay, here's a crippled kid who right. maybe I could like mold and like, you know, exactly. kind of bend to my will. And like Bran Robin. is not the one. <laughs> right. Like he, 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 he is no he Robin. Manipulate him the way, yeah, exactly. He thinks he can manipulate him the way he did Robin. And I think that's why he's, you know, given him the dagger and is talking about how he would have saved his mother's life. I think it's in the hopes that he butters Bran up and then can mm-hmm. say, you know, you're the rightful Lord of Winterfell. Why is Jon Snow, this bastard born in the South, king of the North, yep. when you're here? Yep. That's what he has. Bran will not be buttered, though. <laughs> <laughs> he will not be fucking buttered. And it's just, oh, it's just like, it was really fun to watch this scene. Bran's just like, Psh. Android Bran. He's like a robot. <laughs> Yeah, dude, he's like, you know, he's like, who, do you, he's like, he gives him the knife, he's like, do you know who it belonged to? And he's like, oh, that's the question that started the War of the Five Kings. And you're like, yeah. Like, yeah, you bitch, started you the started War of the Five shit. Kings, bitch. Like, and like, I just, oh, I just, I like, 
I want there to be a moment where, like, I mean, that I guess you kind of do get that moment where he licks his little finger and he's like, chaos is a ladder. Yeah. <laughs> little finger Ew. was so stunned. But what Fucking could he crazy. possibly think about that? Because, I mean, there's no way he's thinking to himself, oh, my gosh, Bren knows about this. Or Bren, you know, because why would Bren know yeah. about a conversation he had with Varys in, like, season two or mm-hmm. something? Mm-hmm. So I, I actually wrote the whole quote down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I told you. I, did my, I took notes, guys. I was so gassed. Because when he, as soon as he said that, I was like, wait a second. Littlefinger said that. When did he say that? What was the conversation about? Da, 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 da. Um, but the whole, uh, him and Varys are basically talking about, like, uh, they're talking about Westeros and and what the what is the realm really? And Littlefinger, like Littlefinger, saying that I serve, I always serve the realm. I always serve the realm. And Littlefinger's like, what's the what's the realm? You know? And um, he says that chaos isn't a pit; it's a ladder. Many uh, many who try to climb it fail and never try again. The fall breaks them, and some, given a chance to climb, they refuse. They cling to the realm or the gods. Uh, let's see, or the gods, or love, or illusions. Only the latter is real. The climb is all there is. And I'm just like, it's it's so crazy to me because to me, like, Littlefinger keeps like the things like this whole quote, and then um, what he was saying last time to Sansa right before Bran shows up. It's just like he's got these like three eyed Raven connection, these things that are like tying him into Bran. I don't know why this is happening, because uh, like thinking about like Bran, this he's climbed the fucking ladder. You know what I mean? He's climbed the ladder. He's made it to the top of the pit. And now he's a three-eyed raven. And it's just... It's just crazy for him to throw those words back in his face. And I just, like, little fingers, like, what? 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 Like, how could he possibly know that? He's like, how could he possibly know that? And I think he just, like, gets his look in his eyes, like, okay, this kid is not what I thought. Right. Because it's not necessarily that he would think Bren heard him say that or something because there's no way he would think you know brand nope. red raven whatever but it, it would definitely make him wonder where brand has been that where mm-hmm. that, that would cause him to get that type of idea yep and where also has... shows him like okay he's smarter than i was preparing for yep and he, it seems like he desperately wants to know what brand saw beyond the wall yeah yeah, he totally. I mean, totally generally, does. he just wants to know what Brand's been up to. Yeah, where the fuck has Brand been? Everybody wants to know. Yeah. Fucking crazy. So fucking crazy. Brand is so like I don't I don't like him. He's <laughs> breaking um, Mira's heart. Yeah. So I get it. He's not the Brand he was before. Yeah. He's a three-eyed raven He's now. Not. But I don't remember the Three-Eyed Raven being this much of an asshole. No. You know what I mean? Like, okay, Get yes, more you... tact. <laughs> yeah, like, read the And room, emotional dude. intelligence. <laughs> like, just saying to her, like, no, I don't need you anymore. Like, really, you couldn't, like, muster up, like, wow, you sacrificed a lot for me, and I'm grateful for that. Yeah, like, just you know? because you have all these, new, you know, memories from being the Three-Eyed Raven now doesn't mean you have to be an asshole. Yeah. I I mean, you know, I, I totally agree with that. And I was just like, it's like, I'm split a little bit because you can see, like, he wants to give her the sincere thank you that she wants, but he's not able to, you know? Like, I can see him just like, yeah, I don't have the emotions to, to process to process this. And I really, like, I do appreciate your help. I just, I'm not that same person anymore. And you look at, and you look at her and she's like, you know, you died in that cave and she's like, has this, like, realization that she's the only one who survived the cave. 
Like, mm-hmm. really? She's the only one who made it out of there alive. And she's got to go out and do, like, you know, do what she's got to do and so be there for her family and stuff. But it's just, like, I think it was just really good acting on her part. Just, like, holy shit. She was like, are you this fucking not, kidding me, bro? That's it? This, that's it? Who are you? Who are you? And she realizes that this whole time she's been lugging around this motherfucker who she doesn't actually know. And um, who has no she connection to her really anymore. <laughs> yeah, man. She wanted to, like, I love you or, like, you know, give me a hug or some shit. But, nah, man. Poor Mira. I'm wondering if we're going to follow her. Like, we've got to, like, there's a lot there. Yeah, you know, we never, we saw Helen Reed and Mira's father, Helen Reed. We saw him the treacherous in. Helen Reed. <laughs> <laughs> we saw him in Brand's vision when Ned was fighting. Sir Arthur Dane. Sir Arthur Dane. And Helen Reed stabbed Sir Arthur Dane through the back of the neck. Mm-hmm. Um, Sir Howland Reed is also the only other person who knows what happened at the tower when Lyanna gave birth to Jon mm-hmm. Snow. So since she's going back home, maybe there's a chance we'll get to maybe see Howland Reed or Ooh. get further insight. Or maybe they just, or maybe just Mira's done and they've written her out. Man, yeah, I don't know. I hope I hope that they haven't written her out. But then I guess, like, if we, I guess it'd be, it would be nice to get that storyline, but I'm thinking the only way we see her again is if the dead breach the wall. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what, why we see her. I hope it would be for, like, you know, by the way, <laughs> I'm back now and I rescue Brandy's at Winterfell and, you know, I fulfilled my oath or whatever. But so tell me more about this guy. Who's this Ned Stark again and why do we care? You know, something like that. I don't know. Poor Mira. I felt bad. <sighs> yes. Yeah, I mean, Howland Reed is the only other... So, Howland Reed is the only person who could confirm Jon Snow's identity. Mm-hmm. The only living person yep. who could do he it. He's the only living... Yeah, you're right. He's the only living person. And we haven't touched on that yet this season. Nope. What the fuck are we waiting for, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's just so much to cover. How are they going to do this with just... I don't... What, nine more episodes? Gosh, so they're going to move so fast. Yeah, I'll take it, though. And then I'll go back to season one and start all over again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Bren is a three-eyed raven now. He can't mm-hmm. just, like, live at Winterfell, right? I don't know. Like, he's hanging out with that weirwood, but, like, I don't... He hasn't... We haven't seen him go into any... But he guess he doesn't need weirwoods to make tabs of visions anywhere. But I just... I don't know if he can stay there, but where does he go? I think if he stays at Winterfell, at Winterfell everybody's going to be like, yo, why aren't you being the Lord of Winterfell? You're the only true Stark. Da, da, da. He's going to get those pressures. And I don't think people will accept that he's just like touched now, you know? Um, I think they'll still want him to, you know, fulfill that role. I don't know. Cripple or not cripple? Hmm. I don't know. Like, I don't know if he can stay there. Where, where would he go? Of- I don't know. The three-eyed raven lived in that cage, cave for like hundreds of years waiting for Bran. So mm-hmm. does Bran wait for the next three-eyed raven? How does this work? I don't know. I, I have no Brendan, idea. Like Blood Raven, Brennan Rivers, Blood Raven, he... Okay, so the background on him. He was a Targaryen bastard. He was sent to the Wall after committing a war crime. And he went on a ranging and never came back. No one mm-hmm. ever saw him again. Hundreds of years later is when Bran sees him, and he's yep. a three-eyed raven. Yep. And he's been in that tree ever since. So, 
The tree's gone, it's been destroyed. Winter is back. When when Blood Raven was a three-eyed raven, the White Walkers weren't around. Yeah, they weren't. That's true. So I guess that. Who was the uh, which which Targaryen king was king when when he was he because he was the hand right? Uh yes, he was the hand. When um. When Aegon the Unlikely was a child. Yes. So. Let's see. I look it up. Lord Blood Ray. And I think you should just like look into him anyway, because he's super interesting and kind of scary. He's my favorite. He's, <laughs> yeah, I love him. He's al- he's an albino with a wine stained birthmark on his face that looks like some people say look like a raven, which is why they call him Blood Raven. And uh mm-hmm. he sees you with a thousand eyes with one. In any case, my point was that He was a hand of Eris and Magar Targaryen. Eris and Magar? Magar, I mean. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um, he was also Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Right. His war crime was that uh, he was trying to end the um, rebellion from... Uh, Blackfires, right? Yeah, the Blackfire rebellions. And um, he invited someone under a peace banner and uh, imprisoned and killed him. Yeah. And so when Egon the Unlikely became king, he realized... You know, thanks for handling that, but you can't go around committing war crimes and not being punished. So he was sent yeah. to the wall um, yeah. with a bunch of folks. Anyway, all of that to say, where does Bran live as a three-eyed raven? Like, does he just stay in Winterfell? I mean, he could. They've got a weirwood, but I just, I don't know. I mean, the only other place I could see him, like, not even. I was going to say he could go to the Citadel, but they have no fucking use for them no, for him there. No, no, no. It's they won't believe anything. Of... He would just be a fucking mystic. So I guess for now he's got to stay there. Um, I think that him and I'm looking. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that in a, little, in a second. But um, yeah, I don't. I don't think he can stay. I don't think a couple of people can stay where they are now. But we'll get to that. It's just. It's just interesting because you know the Three Eyed Raven hasn't existed like below the wall. Mm-hmm. As That's far as we true. know, Brendan uh, Blood Raven was the first Three Eyed Raven. Yep. I don't recall them saying there was one before him or any mention of one before him. Yeah, I don't think so. so I can't remember the, anybody talking about it. Ow. Within the history of like this world, that's a relatively new concept. Mm-hmm. And now you can't be he can't be past the wall, so I don't know, I guess we'll see. It just seems like it's weird to have him around Winterfell being all spooky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being all weird. <laughs> being that uncle, cousin that you don't want to talk to. You're just like, don't make me say hi. I don't want to like, give him oh, a kiss. He's so <laughs> weird. Just leave him in his room. Just leave him alone. Yeah, man. I don't know. Interesting. Bran, we'll, we'll, we'll see what you're going to be up to there. Yes. I'm, I'm just waiting for him to start spilling the beans about some of the shit he's seen. Dude, already. Can you fucking talk? <laughs> It's like you're saying everything. Say something. Tell us something. What's going on? What are you seeing? You're so you're so cryptic, and we all know that Starks being cryptic doesn't help anybody anywhere. No, they have the worst communication skills. I say this like every episode. (laughs) Yeah, they've got no talent for intrigue except for Sansa. Sansa. (laughs) And she's still new to the game. Mm -hmm. 
So Arya get yeah. got home finally. I'm glad that we didn't have like a bunch of Arya traveling episodes because we've already done oh, that. God, too. We've already <laughs> seen we've seen Arya on the road. We've we know what that is. Yeah, I'm glad like the first you, you get to her on the horse and she's like looking at Winterfell and I was just like <gasps> Yay! She she's made home. It She's home, and I was like, "But it can't be that simple." <laughs> and it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid guards. Those fucking guards, man. Like, okay. I get, I get where they're coming from. Sure, I totally get where they're coming from. You know who the fuck Arya Stark? Nobody's seen or heard of her, but come on. The thing, okay. So here's my thing with the guards, and I and I really yes, could I just be reading too much into things, just because I watch obsessively. <laughs> but um, they let her in. And then turn their backs on her to talk about, you know, whether or not they should really let her in. And she disappeared on them. Mm-hmm. And she's an assassin. So yeah. is this, are they, is it going to come back that like the security at Winterfell is so poor that anyone can just walk in? Because mm. like, like, come on, you're in a time of war. You're facing a war coming from both sides. And these dummies are the ones, ma- you know, guarding your gates. Those are your, that's, yeah, those are, those are, that's your first line of defense. <laughs> Epic fail. Yeah. Epic fail. Yeah, I, mean, I was just again, like, I wrote just down, reading she's going to own it. those guards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could have just been reading too much into it, but I was like, wow, Winterfell at, uh, security at Winterfell is really lax. Yeah, but we get to that later. She tells Sansa, she's like, hey, security fucking sucks, dude. <laughs> right. But it's like, is that like, is that just like an offhand thing or is this going to be like a, a thing thing? You know, am I, am I just thinking I- too hard about it? Have I gone full tinfoil hat crazy <laughs> no i think it's a good point to, to to bring up i think that they probably are not worried at this point because they are you know they have all the support of the north and they know that cersei's everybody knows that cersei's you know often her own war you know that daenerys is keeping them busy um well actually the other way around but um i think that they don't have anything to worry about so i think security is probably lax nobody wants to be in the north anyway uh it could be something like they should it should have been more because it's i mean just for the fact that it's sansa who's in charge you know what i mean like for the protection of the lady you should have like that your a your a team out guarding the gate i mean just in general you should have your a team out guarding the gates yeah, it's clearly like an assassin just walking. You know what I mean? Like, where the fucking lookout? Somebody should have seen a, a, a rider on a horse before she from even miles got to the away. Gate. You know, again, I could be. Either. I really could just be reading too much into it. Uh, maybe, but I, you know, security, security. You got to be. You got to be safe. And I think it's stupid. I think I don't think that in Ned Stark's time that a rider could have just made it to the gates of Winterfell. You know what I mean? Right. Like un, uh, unchallenged. But whatever, she's home. When they said Lady Stark is the one running the castle, why did she ask which Lady Stark? Um, Well, that's a good question. I was wondering that, too. And I think that it's possible. Because what do you mean which Lady Stark? Catelyn Stark's dead. Catelyn Stark's dead. You don't know where Sansa is. and And you're the only other Lady Stark. Are the only other Lady Stark, unless she thought somebody got married. I don't know. Like There was nobody who could have been married. Rob's dead as Rob's far as dead, she knew. And we know Bran, that his, his wife was killed too. Right, and as far and, as she knew, Bran and Rickon were dead. Yeah. Yep. And if John had gotten no. married as King of the North, he's still Jon Snow. So it I don't know. Still, if it's, yeah, he's still Jon Snow. Yeah, I don't know. It was a silly. I thought it was a uh, kind of a silly and interesting question too. Yeah. yeah. So down in the crypt, um, once again, Arya talks about a list of people she wants to murder. And everyone just laughs. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. Everyone Sansa laughs. She gets to Sansa. Off. Sansa knows exactly where to find her. And I think it was really cute. Arya's like, that. it's like, how are they going to, like, I don't see them, like, running to hug each other because they've just all been through so much, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, it was, there's kind of, like, this moment of disbelief, like, holy shit, are you really there? But Arya's so, it's funny, she's like, do I have to call you Lady Stark now? And they're instantly back into their sister relationship, you know? Yeah, this do, you remember, like, right, do you remember in season one when Sansa told her that, that she'd have to call mm-hmm. her your grace? That's a call, yes. And she you was, like, throwing in her gr- face, yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was a kind of cute callback to that. Um, yeah. Um, poor Arya and it's, just, and it's cute. Like they're like, so much. Yeah, they're making plans. It doesn't look like no. It doesn't look like Ned Stark. Oops. Say, say it again. You cut off. I said like it's. They've been through so much. Like these yeah, reunions man. have all been so like sad. Mm-hmm. Like there's just so much for them to talk about that they've gone through. Yeah. And so that's what I would like write down their stories. You know, like. I don't. I know. I don't think we'll ever get to see that sister session where they all come, or, or you know, no. or a sibling session where they all get together and like rehash over like what happened to them, what they've been through. But just like, you know, Sansa's telling her that's not a pretty, a pretty story, and Arya's like, no, mine isn't either. And it's just like, you just think of like in that moment, you think about all the things that she's been, they've been through, and what they must be thinking that the other has been through. You know, Sansa's like, if I was Sansa, I'd be like, oh my god, I hope that nothing happened to her. You know, that I went through. I hope she wasn't raped. I hope she wasn't because she's been by herself this whole time. Mm-hmm. And Arya, on the other hand, is like, you know, who knows what she thinks could have happened to Sansa. Um, but it's just, it's not. Yeah, it's, it's very, very painful memories, and it's just, it, it sucks. But I'm happy that they're together. I'm I feel like that now that together. there's been, I don't think these, they'll stay there. No, I was just gonna say now that now that they've been on these reunions, they're not all gonna be together. Arya already no. missed John, so who knows if they'll still ever yep. see each other? Cause who knows if John ever even makes it back north? Yep. Oh, man. Yeah. John man. didn't see. So- John didn't see Bran. Nope, he didn't see Bran. So he hasn't seen Bran or Arya. Sense is the only one who, re- who reunited with everyone, basically. Well, yep. Rickon, she yep. just watched him get murdered, but... Yeah, but she's um, seen all... She's seen all she's, yeah, that's true, that's true, she has seen them all. So she's kind of it's like that, the anchor in all of mm-hmm. this. Yep, she is Winterfell at this point. It is Sansa. And it's just like that moment where she's like, dude, Bran's here too, and Arya's like, wait, what? And then, but like, Sansa doesn't really smile when she says it. She's like giving her the Bran's here... But he's, he's weird as weird. fuck out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Arya's like kind of searching her face, like, what wait, what aren't you telling me? And they go and they see him, and it's just like all suit, like, you know, before like she gives him a hug, and it's just like he's three-eye raven in already. You know, he's like, yeah. I thought you were gonna go to King I feel Blood. like I feel like Sansa's the only one at this point who belongs at Winterfell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I she's I mean, yeah, she was she was raised to be. Winter, you know, I mean, in her own way. Um, she, yeah, she's the only she's the only person who I think ha- gets gets or should get to stay there. Um, like I said, we don't know where Brand's gonna go, but I don't really see Arya sticking around very no. long. Um, no, and she other, has people to and, kill. Unless it's too like she's got people. Yeah, she's still got her list, and I like how Brand confirms the list, and suddenly mm-hmm. Sansa realizes, like, wait a second, you weren't joking, you were serious. That means you've actually killed people, right? You've actually killed people. Like, I wanted to kill people. Because it's cute when she's like, oh, I wish I would have been the one to kill Joffrey. And Arya's like, yeah, I wish it would have been you too. <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's just like, 
they she's she's got this list and brands like yeah no she's on she's on your list and then instantly you get that moment where uh sonda's like okay wait a second this shit is real and aria's like whoa how do you know that and yes and they're just like you have like I think it like really that moment kind of redefines their their sibling dynamic because everybody's like, okay, we are not kids anymore. We are not the same people who were, you know, these are not the kids who left for King's Landing. Everybody's completely different now. Everybody's grown up. Everyone also they've all experienced like some form of mysticism except Sansa. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, hmm. Which brings, I don't know, which brings me back to like our question from like like other podcasts is what just like the role of religion and the old god the seven are the seven real do the seven have any fucking power do they actually are they able to actually intervene or do anything because that's what's who Sansa was rolling with for the longest time well until she started getting brutalized then she went seven back to her nor- then she went back to her <laughs> northern roots mm-hmm. started going to the heart tree where roots yeah man it's i'm really interested to see what happens because i i uh, like, are they gonna give us like? Can Bran tell them something? I know something, Bran. Say something. And I mean, I guess you know that you can't like intervene. It's like one of those like, what is it in like Star Trek where you can't, you can only observe. You're not allowed to intervene in like the events of time. Um, with the Prime Directive or something. Anyway, that's I'm geeking out by myself. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he's got to get some kind of information, man, and. You just huh. yeah, it's just frustrating that he's not saying anything. Yeah, to say you've, something. Now you've told. I mean, and it's like you told Ari you saw her. It's like you're not gonna explain how, dude. Like yeah, how did she? And she puts Santa's like he's got visions, and Ari is like, oh, okay, that's interesting. But she's seen all kinds of weird shit. So who is she right. to be like to write them off? You know, Santa's yeah, the only she'll one. Get it. Well, yeah, because again, Santa's the only one who hasn't experienced anything like that. Yep. She's just experienced the raw brutality of Westeros. Yeah. You know, John's yeah. John's been above the wall and seen White Walkers and shit. And been, he's been brought back from the dead. Mm-hmm. Arya has, like, seen faces change and, um, you know, all that weird shit. And then Bran is Bran. <laughs> Bran. <laughs> so... Yeah. And I, I think it's not, so, but maybe it's going to, maybe we, it takes Arya and Bran being home for Sansa to be introduced to any of that stuff. Because obviously, like, I mean, I don't know, like, last week we were like, fuck, fuck, fuck you, Bran, for, for you know, calling back the, the rape wedding night for Sansa. But, like, maybe that's the, the, maybe that was the most effective way for him to convince her that he knows. He could have told her, he could have seen something else. Yeah, I I, I know. There's all kinds of shit he could he could have seen happen to her that wasn't her being raped. Yeah, like, like he could have told her yeah, about her man. escape. Mm-hmm. You know that was a little bit easier. You know, there's, yeah. there's a lot of shit he could have. He didn't have to bring that up. He's yeah. just. He's I think just he. I think he did it. I think it's. I could, like I said. I think he did it just so he could be like, "Hey, I need to shake you." <laughs> I think he's a dick who doesn't know how to read the room. Yeah. <laughs> Like he's, uh, he has like right. no sense of like what's, like what's socially sociopath. acceptable. Yeah, you got no emotions, man. So calm. Okay, fuck Bran. <laughs> um, so Brienne finally got her wish. The Stark girls are back, mm-hmm. and you know Pod tells her 
that she's she fulfilled her promise. She didn't do shit though. Arya got herself home. Yeah, she did. He's I like, mean, she oh. helped Sansa get to the wall. Yeah. But like she stumbled upon Sansa. Arya. Oh, Sansa. She said, when did she see Arya? Did she see Arya? Yeah, she saw, remember when she fought the hound? Yeah, with the hound, yeah. Yeah. And Arya didn't want to be helped. She was like, I just got to get out of here. Yeah, Arya ran away. And then she, with Sansa, she stumbled, she tried to help her, but like, you know, Sansa didn't want her help at first. And then Mm -hmm. she just happened to stumble upon her after she had escaped with with, um, Theon. With Theon, yeah. You know, and she brought her to the wall, but like. Yeah, but she's she been really she's been her shit. loyal bodyguard ever since. She has, and, but she and, didn't do shit. Yeah. She was right. Yeah, but she, she but she anything. said it. She's like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> she knows it. She yeah. knows it. And I'm glad that she said she said so. And I was just like, you know what's so funny about the, the this whole scene is that I never would have like even dreamed that it would have been something that would have happened, and it was awesome. <sighs> you get your two lady warriors facing off. <laughs> wait Lucky. before we talk about Lucky. those two because i have thoughts on mm-hmm. that shit yeah um what do, what is it that Arya knows about Littlefinger right now what because like i can't really remember a lot the last of... the last time she saw Littlefinger was when she was tight with tyman's cupbearer yeah oh. that was way back remember when she was like trying to hide her face and like pour the wine yes. and she was all nervous because she recognized him okay and we, we weren't really sure if he noticed or recognized her it's possible. Yes, I do remember now. Remember? I don't think he recognized her. But I can't remember what they were talking about. But they they cleared but the room. But he, that was, he was but with Tywin. He was, ser- he was serving House Lannister. Right. Okay. That's what I was trying to remember. Because because when she saw him, her reaction, I was like, okay, what is it that she knows about him, about yeah. like his betrayal? Because I could I or, just couldn't remember. Or even before that, when um when um she's like, oh, when Bran gives her the knife. So now she's got two Valyrian steel weapons. Boom, boom. No, Needle but, isn't Valyrian steel. Isn't Needle Valyrian steel? No, John couldn't have afforded that. Needle okay. is regular steel. Okay, so now she's got a Valyrian steel dagger. Dope. Makes her safe. But she's like, he's like, Littlefinger gave it to me. She's like, Littlefinger's here. And Santa's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He declared for House Stark. And you're like, whoa, that's kind of a big piece of news. But nobody knows that, you know, Arya was there when he was, you know, basically talking to... Um, when he was Team Lannister. Yeah, exactly. So that's the last thing that she knows of him. And I I mean, obviously, I mean, I guess every, every, they all know that he's not to be trusted. You yeah, know? I just couldn't remember what exactly it was she knew. But now you've reminded me. Yeah. So she knows. Yeah. And like, okay, so Littlefinger has declared for House Stark, whatever. He's still there. Why does he still need to be there is what I don't understand. I don't know. He had a high from Cersei. Why hasn't like, he gone back to the Vale? Yeah, he where's Lord need Robin? To, yeah, he doesn't need. To, I guess he's being watched by what's his face. Um, uh, Royce. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Royce. Ron John Royce. Yeah. But you know, why does Littlefinger need to be at Winterfell? Just because he's declared for them doesn't mean he has to stay there. Just his army. Yeah, I don't know. We don't see him leave. I mean, he's got to I mean, be I there know because why that's the only way he can there. get his fingers into the power, you know? Right, I know why he wants to be there. I just don't understand why there isn't, like, more protest about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody's going to say anything to Sansa. Like, what are they thinking in the veil right now? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows what's happening in the fucking veil? As far as you know, Lord Robin is just pushing people out the moon door for shits and giggles. <laughs> right. Or maybe they're finally 
turning him against Peter. Who knows? Who knows what's happening up there? Oh, jeez. Again, it could just be another thing that I'm overthinking. Mm. I don't know, but I feel they should have been mentioned. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So anyway, on to Dragonstone. Miss Sandy is in love. Oh, wait, wait. Did they... This... Wait. Hold on. Okay, yes, yes. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Sandy's in love. <laughs> Which means Grey Worm is gonna die. <sighs> yep. She's like, he better come back to me. And Daenerys is like, huh? Like, what did you guys what did do? do? He ate the butt. He did it all. She's like, there's many <laughs> things. And Daenerys is like, many things? What, girl, what? What did he do? <laughs> what did he do? And she's like, mm, just smiles. And then what about that little that little elbow jerk that Daenerys gives fucking Miss Sandy when they see John? What the fuck is that about? Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, she's like, hee hee. And then goes to talk to John. I'm just like, hmm. maybe she thinks he's cute. Maybe, right? They must have talked about this. Although, I have to say, I'm going to just say it now and get it over with. Uh, everybody that's like talking about those these long searching glances that John's giving and they're like looking at each other and the buds of attraction. Fuck that. I don't want it to happen. <laughs> no. Nope. I don't. <laughs> I don't at all. I don't like I didn't it wasn't until like I watched it again and then people were like talking to me about it that they're like, Oh, but John and Danny, John and Danny and I was like, Ugh. And oh. even Davos says something. I don't really want that on. to happen. Uh, even Davos, even Davos yeah, he does, on, yeah. which is cute. But um, mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about that yet. I generally am not a fan of like love stories, but that's just because I'm yeah. inside, like Bran. Here, <laughs> <laughs> here. <laughs> this is not a, this is not a love line that I want is a love interest or plot line that I even want to see go anywhere. Like, nah, man, fuck it. I, we don't need that. No, we really don't. But you know, they always have to throw a love story into everything. Yeah. It's for the so ratings. the Dragonglass Cave drawings raise Boom. a lot of questions. Yo, so many. So I, I thought it was really cool. I thought it was awesome to go into the cave and like see, first of all, all the dragon glass that they could ever fucking possibly need. And John's like brimming with pride. And then to go into the back of the cave and just see those markings from the children of the forest, which makes me wonder, is this why Dragonstone is so magical? You know, like, is this why they're able to hatch dragons and shit? Like, like, what? Well, no, the Targaryens were hatching dragons before they made it to Westeros. Yeah, but, like, there's got to be, like, Children of the Forest magic there still. I mean, I don't know. I just want there to be. Uh, so my thing was, okay. somebody to you, cipher those higher, the, the children's writing, too. So what I was thinking was I had I didn't remember there being Children of the Forest on Dragonstone. I know mm-hmm. that the Children of the Forest were pushed north um, yeah. when they were fighting the Andals. But um, I didn't remember anything about Dragonstone. But it's been a long time since I read about that. Mm-hmm. So it's something I have. I should have looked into it before we started, but I didn't. Yeah. Um, I mean, in any case, whatever. It doesn't really matter. But um, now Danny has like proof. Yeah. Show it to her that right there in your face. Like, look, here's the children of the forest. Look, here's children of the forest, and here's them together with the men, and they're fighting the scary ass fucking White Walkers. And it's still not enough for her because she still wants John to bend the knee. And my thinking is. Is it really that important right now for either of them? I mean, I get why John isn't doing it because the mm-hmm. North would turn against him and he really doesn't need that right now. Sure doesn't. But I don't see why Danny can't agree to fight the others and then have him bend the knee or have, or force him to afterwards. 
Dude, I I don't know. I don't I don't I don't fucking know. Whoa, that's really old. Uh, I mean, because she can know. even tell him she'll important. do it in exchange for him to bend the knee. Yeah. And then if he doesn't, like, she'll just take Winterfell because she can. Mm-hmm. She has I don't... dragons. And then, like, he, they cut. So, like, I'm wondering, like, I was watching that whole scene. I was just like, okay, bitch, when he bends the knee, okay, we get it. Uh. But then, like, they cut and they're walking out of the cave. And so I'm like, did he do it? <laughs> no, they wouldn't have done it off camera. Did he do it? Like, is this a secret that we're gonna find out later that he bent the knee? Like, is this all these all these fucking long glances setting mm-hmm. the seeds up for like a a, a Jon Snow Daenerys Targaryen wedding alliance? Like, mm, I don't know. I don't uh, see them uh, doing that off screen. Man, they wouldn't have him bend the knee off screen because that would just be far too momentous to have it just kind of happen on screen and then not really like mention it afterwards. Yeah, that's that's too big. To have oh, he'll bend the knee and then they'll have sex and I'll I'll be mad. They'll join houses and rule Westeros. Nah, it's not <laughs> interesting. En- it's not interesting enough, man. <laughs> it's not interesting enough. I need more than that. It looks like yeah, she's man. losing faith in Tyrion. Oh, dude. <laughs> like, all like she told him. She told him straight up. He's like, "What your fucking plans, dude?" You've lost me all my allies. And these are major allies. Doran, House Martell, the Greyjoys, they are all been destroyed. And it's because of your planning. And it's like what you were saying last week with, um, you know, Tyrion is a theoretical person, you know? But Jon and Davos, they've, they've got the actual experience to uh, advise her more... Uh, more okay, I lost my words. But it's to advise her better, <laughs> give her better advice than Tyrion, is because they've actually had to. They've actually been in the heat of battle. Tyrion planned. Well, Tyrion you know, had been in Blackwater. the. Well, he was in the heat of battle. Stuff, he but, was in the heat of battle at the Battle of Blackwater. Yeah, that's that. And they, I mean, they got lucky. <laughs> they had they had wildfire. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, she's mad, and I think that she's right to be like. It's hard to fight your fucking family, you know? You're Maybe you don't want to hurt them. Maybe you don't actually care, you know what I mean? And Tyrion obviously doesn't feel that, feel like that, but it's like you, I think you said this last week too, it's just like, if the if they all come from the same stock and they've got like Tywin's brain, then he's fighting two Tywin's brains against, uh, two against one, the twin brains against him. Um, and yeah, man. He's just not. He's not. He doesn't have enough experience. So I understand that she got that she's gotten frustrated. But, and I understand. I mean, because even his like, his ideas and um, his ideas over Marine didn't go over well either. Like when he tried to basically redo Reconstruction, mm-hmm. when um when they were ending slavery, like that didn't go well either. So like his ideas haven't worked that great with her. Yep, book smart does not equal street smart, and Tyrion is finding this out. Is Varys useless now too? Because. Why wouldn't if Varys has his supposed little birds now in Westeros? Mm-hmm. Um, why did why didn't he have any idea what was going to be happening? You know, why did why weren't well? I mean, I guess they're secluded on Dragonstone, but then it's like, well, why have him around? What is he around for? I don't know. I'm wondering what his purpose is too now. Um, what use? Like, what use is he for besides you know delivering bad news? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's the master of whispers like what else what else does he yeah he's the master of whispers in king's landing but now like the world has completely changed you know and he's been i mean he's got his little birds or whatever but he's kind of been cut off just like everybody else has been cut off um 
from his normal resources. So, and we know that Kyburn's got all of his birds too. So it's it must be hard for him. He's got to find another. We got to find another. Barris needs to be repurposed. Yeah, because he's just kind of there now. It's just like, but where does he go? Because he can't go back to King's Landing. <laughs> yeah, he has nowhere to go. He can't yeah, go back to King's Landing. Where, uh, and like, and in the show, he's not the master of disguise that he is in the books. You know what I mean? Right. Which is I, which sucks because that would have been cool. Yeah. Well, he so he needs little birds clearly. Yeah, he does. I don't know how he's got no he power. goes on setting that up since Dragonstone would seem like it was freaking empty. So mm-hmm. I don't know how he goes setting that up, but um, I mean, I guess he's just an advisor. I just don't see what he's advising. Yeah, I feel like he needs to prove his worth or get, I'm not get mad out of there. I'm not mad at that at all. Oh, we I mean, John at this possibly point, advising her because you know she, he gave her advice that she actually kind of took. Yeah, I think that um, it's smart. I think that she needs the advice of John and Davos. She needs, she need. They're. I mean, these are season season fighters. They, she needs them on. She needs them on the squad. She needs them on the squad because Tyrion's stuff is purely theoretical, and it's not. It's not working. Like the plans have worked, but they. You know, there've been major, major flaws. It's and you know because obviously they have all the information, but I think if you. If you want them to bend the knee, then you've got to involve them. And I think it was smart of her to ask for their advice. Mm-hmm. Or maybe to the their advice. Like, bring them into it. Because you're here. She's like, Davos is like, oh, maybe we should leave you guys alone so you can talk about it. She's like, fuck it now. You're here. You've heard, you've been here. You've been here for all of my major di- my major uh, defeats. I need your, I need fucking help. She told John, she's like, I'm losing. I'm at war and I'm fucking losing. I need fucking help. And, John and I think it- that was very good of her to, to ask. John made a good point too that if she went to King's Landing and just burned everything down, mm-hmm. that it's more of the same shit. It's and it brings me back to dragons. And it brings me back to a question I asked. I don't remember which episode, but does Danny? Where I was saying with Danny, how she's like Stannis, does she care about Westeros or does she only care about being in charge? Because if she cares about the people of Westeros, why would she be willing to burn down a whole city to get Cersei? I think she's just impatient. I think she's at this point that she's just impatient and she's got her dragons and she wants to use them. And she knows, like, I know where these motherfuckers are. I know exactly where they are. Um, she wants, she wants to, she wants to strike and she wants to strike hard. But, uh, but on the other hand, it's like, that's a good question because she doesn't know the people of Westeros. No, she doesn't at all. There are no slaves for her to free either. Exactly. She doesn't so, know the people. It's And again, I think parallel Stannis where he was so caught up in mm-hmm. what his rightful place is that he wasn't thinking about the people until, yep. you know, Davos showed him the letter from the, from the wall. So yeah. what, what is going to, what's going to be Danny's letter from the wall? You know, the white walkers don't seem to be it. Like it's not. Yeah. It doesn't it's seem not, to be clicking gonna, it, that it's a real thing for her yet. Yeah, it's not. She's. It's still. She's. You know. She's. She's humor, humoring him because she needs him as an ally, at right. this point. But she doesn't take it seriously. And I think that the letter from the wall is Jorah. <laughs> Ugh. I, I think forgot, it's. I, I forgot like, that they brought that bitch back. What else is the fucking purpose of Jorah being alive? It's got to be. To, to... But Jorah doesn't know anything about what's going on in the north. That's true. We haven't seen him leave. We just no. know that he's. But we haven't seen him. He hasn't part been ways. in the north. And I doubt that's where he's going because his family is done with him. He's been excommunicated pretty much. Yeah, but his queen is still there. His Khaleesi is still there. No, I'm talking there. about going home to Bear Island. Oh, oh no, no, no. He's yeah, not he's going. not going north. He's mm-hmm. going to go to Dragonstone to find Danny. 
but he has no idea what's going on in the north so he can't be that like catalyst he also can't vouch yeah. for Jon Snow so that's not going to be his purpose either unless jo- unless Sam gives him a letter <laughs> unless Sam gives him yeah, a but letter Sam doesn't like, know Jon's on Dragonstone either I know but he's got to give him a letter for the police yeah, as far as Sam knows, John is either at the Wall or at Winterfell. No, he knows mm-hmm. he's at Winterfell. That's where he sent the Raven. Yeah, he doesn't know that John went to Dragonstone. Yep, he doesn't. And there's the and like, and thought. there's no connection for why he would tell Jorah that John's there either. Mm-hmm. Jorah's just going yeah. there to, to go stalk Danny somewhere with his burnt toes. That ass. Damn man. Damn him. Ugh. On the other hand, though, it's just like I have to say that like these episodes, like. I've been surprised every episode. Oh, the episodes I've have been, been great. Like, the episodes of just like every so like who knows like I I feel like I can't predict shit anymore because who fucking like at this point it's so far gone like who knows what's gonna pop up just when you think you know like nah son you should get I mean I just I just personally it. hate Jorah Mormont. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like okay. it has it has nothing to do with like the writing of his character or anything like I just hate him. Mm. I think he's a dick. He needs to go away. Creepy Jorah. Oops. Did I just click on? Um. So back in the Winterfell training yard, Arya and listen. Let me tell you something. Okay. Arya did all this training, right? She was not training as a swordsman this whole time. So how did she just come back as a master swordsman? It was cute to watch. But like, mm-hmm. come on, Arya beating Brienne. Brienne would fuck her little ass up. Um, I think, no, I don't know because I think Arya was all has always kind of like been practicing her needlework. You know, nope, needle uh, was hidden. Needle was hidden under rocks. She stayed away from needle. She did. She did. Until but the very she end, needles, she nope. got him back, and I think that she's had time. Nope, journeying from Bravos, <laughs> from Bravos to um. That's not enough time to beat someone so like thanks Brienne. Thanks, too. And she got all Brienne's kinds of like other in her training. 40s no way. And she's trained her whole life. No way does Arya suddenly come back after training for the six weeks of travel from Essos <laughs> to the north and is this master swordsman who can beat up Brienne of fucking Tarth. No way. Well, she does have her other fighting skills that she learned from fucking with the waif. Right. But that's so, not, uh, not going to beat up Brienne. Brienne beat like the it. hound. No. Yeah, I, the thought hound. It was, like, I thought it was I thought cute. it was... Um, I, the, it cute. I think that it brought home the lesson that Syria Pharrell was trying to teach her, you know, like you don't need to be big and bulky and brawny to win a fight. And sometimes it just takes being a little bit more graceful. Um, I, I thought it was adorable, I but I there's, like it. there's just no way Arya is going to beat Brienne in a fight. <laughs> like no way. Brienne was playing with her and, you know, being kind. Yeah, she was. I think she was until Arya did the spin jump kick back up after she kicked her in the fucking chest. And then she was like, oh, okay. I don't need to, like, you're not like a little lady, you know? Nah, she was still holding back. Brienne would Man. punch her head straight off her body. Like, there's just no way. I just, yeah. I mean, I'll accept Arya being a faceless assassin, but there's yep. no way she's just going to beat Brienne, like, hand-to-hand in a sword fight. <laughs> like, no, no way. I refuse. I won't accept it. I love it. I, do. I won't accept it. The same way I will not accept that the cure for a dragonstone is to scrape off the burnt toast and fucking rub butter on it. <laughs> Like I'm not. Those are two things I'm just not accepting. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like it. I will. I will allow the Arya Brienne thing because I think that she's had time to train. And, I'll allow uh, that Arya can fight. Yeah, and that she can fight. Well. And I like that. And I, I, I want to see her get better. 
because um, yes. obviously clearly she can kick Project's ass already. Right. And she could right. always kick Brand's ass. Right. But she's not beating Brienne of Tarth. I'm sorry. Yeah, man. No. Maybe Brienne will teach her how to fight with the. She Bronx definitely or... surprised Brienne, but like, yeah, there's no way did. I would accept that Arya could take Brienne. Brienne literally the, the, kicked her in the chest and damn near stopped like it, her heart. Like, yeah, she was like, huh. But we've seen Arya get fucking smashed in the chest before. <laughs> She's built up lots of calluses there. Well, we saw her get a, a knife in her stomach and it was twisted, and she was still able to do parkour. So, see, they oh. essentially made her like a superhero. She's a superhero. But yeah. I'm not I with like that it. shit. I, it was, I was cool. It was a cool scene. I liked the scene, but I just will yeah, not accept that Arya can beat her, Brienne. I think that uh, there's a lot of shit happening there. I think that um, one Arya gets she she holds her own, and at the fact that it's happening in front of like Sansa's like talking to Baelish about. Uh, well, wait. Can we let's? What's the line that she's saying to him as they're walking down? And she's like, and she happens upon them, you know, showing her the dagger, and she's like, well, if, something like if they don't if they don't pay their grains, basically if they don't. Uh, contribute to the stores, they're not going to be able to get anything. And I was like, huh? ooh, Santa's being a hard ass. Like, if they haven't put anything in the pot when winter when winter's finally here, they're just going to have to deal with what they have. Basically, if you don't, if you didn't put into, if you didn't put into the grain pot, you don't get anything out of the grain pot. And I was like, huh. And I kind of wanted the conversation to continue because I really would have loved to hear what Baelish would have said about it. Uh, I don't get why she's still talking to him. She got nobody else to talk to. I think she has a mentor to talk to about these things. I think she's playing the game, and she's—if he's there, she's got to keep him close, and she's got to keep him occupied, and that's the only way is to make him feel that he's involved. Hmm. Uh, I mean, or or else, what else would he be doing? You know, I don't know, but yes, there's that. But then it's just like—I don't know. What I wanted her react, Sansa's reaction to be at the end of the fight, like she walked away, it was just like she seemed upset. I thought, right? Like why? But why? Why are you mad, bro? Why are you mad, bro? And I've I've had some time to reflect on this, so I was like, okay, well, is it that Arya really hasn't changed and she's still like the little tomboy that she's always been, or is it holy shit, this girl can actually? She really did kill people, and she was totally competent and able to take care of the people on her list. Or is it that, fuck, while I was learning to, like, embroider and shit, Arya was out here, you know, learning to defend herself, and where, how, could that, how could that have changed my life? Or, you know what I mean? It's just, like, all these, all these fucking thoughts. I don't know how she feels about it. Like, does she... Does she Maybe not a fa- is she not a fan? Does she is she jealous? Does she wish that she would have been like? Is she seeing like oh man, if I had been able to do half those things, I could have killed Ramsey or jo-, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, maybe there's maybe there's a little bit of bitterness. Everyone leveled up. Yeah, yeah, you know? everyone fucking leveled up, dude. That's exactly what it is. Everybody leveled up except for Sansa, but she but I don't think that's true. I think that she sees that everybody leveled up, but she's not aware of her own strengths yet. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that she, she that she didn't. I just think that um. She doesn't see what her own value of her strengths, exactly. She doesn't see um, the way that she came up. And it's not, the. I mean, like we said, her intrigue levels are off the fucking charts. But she doesn't, I don't know, I guess she doesn't see herself practically, I don't know. My, My thoughts are getting muddled. But I thought it was really interesting. And then you get like Baelish looking down at Arya. Uh huh. And it's like you get this moment, he's like, who the fuck is this kid? Like I think I think the biggest thing that I, what I have to say just consistently through this episode for Peter Baelish as far as Arya and Bran goes is that it's like who the fuck are these people? <laughs> right. Who 
where what the fuck like not who are you what the fuck what are you where did you come from and how 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 is this your life but then it's like he's staring at her and then realizes that he's looking at one of the ladies of Winterfell you know she's not like some common like ruffian Right. Like this is a this this is you're looking at a lady Stark, he's, <laughs> but he's also and he realizes he, it and he like tooks back and she's just like. I Peter Baelish is used to knowing what's going on, and right he's now so he confused. has no idea. And None, I think dude. that's I think that's the None, dude. like most that look. basic part of it is that he has no idea what's going on and and he's used to knowing what's going on. Why he doesn't know how to react, man? How like how does Bran know about chaos as a ladder? Or why did why would Bran say that to him? How did mm-hmm. when did Arya learn how to fight like this? We thought she was dead this whole time, you mm-hmm. know. Like I think he's so used to having a hand in everything and knowing what, everything that's yeah. going on that he's completely being uh, he's co- completely being thrown off guard now. Totally blindsided. Totally mm-hmm. blindsided. Like even when um when Arya's like, uh, oh Brienne, well you swore an oath to my mother to for to serve both of us, and I'm a Stark girl too. And he looks over at Sansa like, huh, huh. What do you think? Like, what do you make yeah, of that? Yeah, he thought she was dead this whole time. And I was just like, yo. Yo, that, like, they haven't had a conversation yet, but <laughs> I'd be really interested to see what happens. But I, I mean, also there's no way for him to, there's no way for him to know that Arya is onto him. Mm-hmm. No, there isn't. But I think that the dan- there could be a danger in an interaction between him and Arya because I think she's a little bit too cocky. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so, too. I think, she's a little I think bit too arrogance cocky. tends to be what brings people down in Westeros. Yeah. Okay, okay. you're right. Huh? I just you're right. I just watched it again. She says, "I too would like them to recover some things that would belong, that belong to me." Not in Essos, but she wants the Golden Company to recover something for her. What the for the fuck that is? Okay. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, we can <laughs> think about that later. Yeah. Um. Back on <sighs> so are we done with Peter Baelish and Arya? Is there more you yeah, want to say? Yeah, I think that we just got to wait for that to develop. Um, not at the moment, no. I think I, I'm good on them. I think that um, it's going to be interesting to see, because like I said, he's just hanging around Winterfell, and everybody's just hanging out at Winterfell, so we're going to get a little uh, some more interactions, and um, Bran's going to play his play play his hands close, but I think Arya might just open her mouth and say too much. I mean, we'll see. Like, is she a hot, like, is she going to be a hothead like Cersei? And just mm-hmm. like try to do too much, or will she be more cunning? Mm-hmm. Right now, I think it's possible she could be more cunning only because of the way she pulled off um, the Walder oh, Frey, the Frey oh. slaughter. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, she's so opening, open about wanting to kill everyone. Yeah, she is, and she's and she's used to everybody just laughing it off, and she's like, no one sees her as dangerous right now. No. And Maisie Williams, like her face, like she's such a good face actress. She's so cute. Like she's like, ah, you like look at her. She's like, yeah, I gotta kill somebody. And then it's just like, and then she's got that moment where she realizes that they don't believe her, and she just like, like, all right, whatever. <laughs> plays it off, and she just, she just laughs with them. Someone um, on someone on Twitter said, uh, that's why white people get away with being serial killers because <laughs> everyone just no one believes it. They just laugh it off. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, man. I may uh, Arya. Wait, I'm looking forward to seeing more. I think. Um, just a side note. Um, I don't know what the structure is at Winterfell is. Like, I don't know who the master at arms is and stuff. But I think it should be Brienne, and I think that Arya should get involved in security and helping train, um, 
the, the children and stuff of, of Westeros in the north. Brienne and Arya. Team security. I mean, they apparently have mm-hmm. a master of arms because Brienne mentioned going to get him. Um, oh, that's true. Um, yeah, yeah, that's they true. Have it should be Brienne. I just don't know who it is. But I guess she's like, you know. Yeah, but she can't be master of arms and Sansa's and, and Sansa's. Personal guard. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So Davos, we had mentioned before about him hinting mm-hmm. that John has a thing for Danny. Danny. So there goes that love angle you like so much. Um, mm. Did you notice that uh, John said they had, I think he said he had less men. And yes. Davos said yes. fewer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, rest in yes. peace, Stannis. I wrote it down. I just have like fewer in quotations. Me too. Stannis. <laughs> <laughs> That was so awesome. I like I I caught it, and then I watched it. Like I saw that part earlier today, and I was just like, "How's oh, Stannis? How's <laughs> Stannis? He he would be so proud." <laughs> yeah, uh, their their conversation about being a bastard reminded me of how, um, at least in the world book, when you read about these other cultures, they're mm-hmm. so much more evolved than Westeros. Yeah, it's um, like we have marriage. Bastards don't exist. Like, right, why? she's like, you're just somebody's baby. Like, what are you talking yeah. about? Exactly. Like, there's so much more. And Davos is like, yeah, I give it to Davos for having like all the comedic relief this episode. <laughs> He's like, and, yeah. And their questions great. about um about whether or not Danny would have let her go home, mm-hmm. and all that. I think they're trying to feel out whether or not Danny is someone worthy of bending the knee to. Yeah, I think so too. They're like, is this real? You've got all these freed slaves here. Are they actually free people? And I like Miss Sandy. She's like, no. She's like, I know. I don't just think it. I know she would do that. She would give me a chip and say, you know, see you later. Good luck on your journeys. Um, and I think that Danny would. I think Danny would obviously be sad to see her go. But I oh think yeah, but I definitely think she'd let her leave. She'd let her go. She's not. It's not a matter of you know. She'd a matter just cry of that. about it. And yeah, she'd be sad. That's her homie. Yeah, I think they were testing it out just to see if you know. To see, yeah, why to see these is people she like real? Danny. Exactly. And Davos is like. <laughs> Would you be mad if I switch sides now? Yeah, because <laughs> I I do think John is considering bending the knee, but I think because so I don't too. think he cares if he's king in the north, but the other lords will care yep. about giving the north up to a Targaryen. Exactly. He's just it's not it's not a conversation. It's like not a decision he can make on his own. If he makes that decision on his own, then it's just like, well, you got the north rallying behind Lady Stark, who already thinks the way that they do, mm-hmm. and more along the lines of what they do, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you have a dangerous situation. Mm. Makes me feel icky. <laughs> Let's see. I want... Man, that's just... Whew. There's a lot there. Do you think Danny's a good person to bend the knee to? I mean, she got three dragons. <laughs> well, I mean, outside of that. Like, to willingly do it. I Not yet, but I think that... I have hopes that she will be. I don't think that she's there yet. Um, I don't think she's kinda, there yet either. I'm trying to think of every like. It's just a, it's an interesting question because now I'm trying to think, who is there somebody that I would bend the knee to? And I have to think about that. I was gonna say yeah, totally, John, and then I was like yeah, he gets into really fucked up situations too. Oh, I don't think uh, John's a good leader. I, I think know, he's a kind person. And he's well-meaning, yeah. but you already know how I feel about him being a leader. Oh, shout out to John's new hairstyle, by the way. The half up, half down. The Ned Stark. The Ned Stark, him right? Him and Arya. I was like, hmm. hmm. Him, him and Arya were, were the half pony. 
Does that mean that he's ready for love again? I don't know. Whatever. I'm so mad. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Um, I don't know. Is, is she? I want to say that I would bend the knee to Danny, but it's just like I would be. I would be skeptical. Like after having the conversation with Miss Sandy and being like, okay, so I get why you're following her, and then for her to just come out and be like to ask to ask for help because she needs it. Um, I mean, those are all for me are signs of a of a decent leader. Somebody's not afraid to ask for help when they need it. And somebody who, even though I'm in quote unquote open rebellion against her, is still you know right. willing. To to give me a hand and to, you know. I just think that she needs to show that she cares about the people of Westeros and not just about her birthright. Yeah. That's the only thing to me that, like, is a problem. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, it is problematic because she doesn't know the people of Westeros. So we don't know how she's going to get the opportunity to do that. Um, Maybe we can come back to that a little bit later. Um, But, yeah, you're right. She hasn't. She hasn't shown us any of that yet. What were your thoughts when Theon arrived? Punch him in the face! Punch him in the face! Me punch too. I face, literally wrote. I literally wrote down. John should have punched him at least. Because <laughs> I get I why screaming. he didn't kill him. I get why he didn't kill him. Yeah, he can't kill you him. No, he saved Sansa, so he didn't kill him. But he should have at least punched him in the mouth. Yeah, man. I mean, we, and we talked about this last week. Like, what happens if Theon shows up at Dragonstone and there he is? And I'm just like, as soon as he's like, he's, uh, John's like, is that a Greyjoy ship? And I was like, oh, right. I got so hyper and all my bloodlust started bubbling. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And like my honest reaction was punch him in the face, punch him in the face, punch him in the face like six times. I, I wanted just, him to walk up and just deck him in the mouth. Just once, man. Just one good kill one. Him. Just punch him in the mouth. Just one just good once. one. Get out of your system. You know, and I think the only reason that he didn't do that because, and he just like kind of cuffed him a bit, is because how, I mean, honestly, he deserves it. But how embarrassing would that be if you're like the leader of your men and like you're the leader of House Greyjoy that the, that exists and that you're all that we're left with. And we already think that you're a fucking bitch. And then you get fucking punched in the face. Like not, yeah, not even a hello. Oh my God. And he fucking earned it. So is everyone but, dead? Like all of uh, Yara's people? I mean, as far as we know, is that what's left? And why did they survive, actually? What the fuck were they doing? I don't know. What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. I think he should have been punched in the face. And I think that, you know, the, the just the gall of him to be like, I came to... I mean, I understand that Dan's like, I came to ask the queen to help me get my sister back because this is her stupid plan that went fucking wrong because nobody thought about you. You know what I mean? Like, Well, that, wasn't even, so that part get, wasn't even planned. That was just like, okay, let's go home. Like, let's get them mm. home so we can start the plan. Like, that shit was crazy. Fucking Christ. It's so, it's so nuts. And I just, like, I don't understand. Like, I mean, they had to come back to Dragonstone. Because, like we said, we, we, they, there's no way they could have gone back to the Iron Islands. First of all, it's just fucking far. And there's nothing for them to go back to, really. But, you know, man. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, right now, I'm just stuck on he should have punched him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I really, How did really... they even go about getting Yara back? I don't know. We don't know where she is. Is she in King's Landing? Is I mean, Yara in King's that... Did they go I... back? I don't know. I mean, I assumed that he left King's Landing and went back to the Iron Islands. Mm-hmm. Um, Man. He brought her there. But, I mean, I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. What does he do with her once he gets her there? I mean, fuck. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I like. I missed Yara on this episode, actually. Mm-hmm. A little bit. Now that I'm, well, not not as I was watching it, but now as I'm thinking about it, I'm like, oh, man, I would have liked to see him. He's such a drama queen. 
He's so crazy. <laughs> I really, I, I think he's ridiculous, and I fucking enjoy it. I really do. Ridiculous. Yeah, so Theon comes and wants help from the queen, but the queen's not home. Because she's <laughs> at Field of Fire 2.0. Yo, dude. If you haven't listened to our past podcast, uh, Field of Fire uh, is an event that Nikki and I both just love. Love. Um, love. When Aegon the Conqueror faced the Lannister and Gardner armies mm-hmm. in Westeros, um, he showed up with his dragon and his sisters and their dragons, and it was the first time all three dragons fought at once. And uh, it was windy, and everything was dry, and they just burned mm-hmm. everything. And it was known as the Field everything. of Fire because everything was burning. The people were burning. The field was burning. And uh, the next time we saw the three dragons fighting together was in Marine with Danny. Mm-hmm. And now this time it's only the one dragon, but it's kind of another Field of Fire battle where the yeah, dragon dude. just shows yeah, up dude, and just totally. burns everything. But before we talk about the fight itself, because before I know we get we're going to like... You know, wet our breaches. And my heart is already starting to race. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm starting to get antsy in my seat. I'm just like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, I oh, was fuck. disappointed <sighs> to know that the gold made it to King's Landing before this battle happened. Me too. Me too. I was like, god damn it. Me too. And that's she like, I went back gold. and forth. They're like, oh, all the gold is safely is Behind. safely through the gates. And I was like, fuck, okay. So yeah. Cersei does get to pay back the Iron Bank. Yeah, so she's not totally ruined. But yep, and the fact that all that all the crops and like the grains and shit that they stole get destroyed doesn't mean anything because she's gotten all the money back to the Iron Bank and now they can invest in her. Right, and, um, she can buy more. Like she can buy more. It's scary. Well, anyway, but, aside from that disappointment, um, yeah, can we talk about Randall <laughs> Tarly wanting to play stragglers? He's <laughs> like he's so crazy. He's so crazy. It's you like, really, it dude, is. you I have to beat them? I don't think he's crazy. No, he's not crazy. Crazy is the wrong word. He's, he's totally old school, sane. like Tywin. Yeah. He's totally... He's, and, and Stannis. the same school of Because Stannis Tywin. would have done that, too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He, he's from the old guard, and he's, that's why not, he thinks like that. And I like that moment person. where Bron and Jamie look at each other like, this motherfucker, what? <laughs> like, really? <laughs> so funny. Like, what? You want to you wanna flog somebody? Like, damn, bro, like, they about? just fought, like, huge battles for you. Yeah, they just fought well. Break. And they have to walk, like, you know, there's no train. <laughs> like, give them <laughs> not a break. All the, not all the men are on horseback. Right, give them a friggin' break, dude. Um, I, oh, what I was gonna say was, um, they talk uh, about the Dothraki. Like, there are these just mindless savages, and that, like, as if their battles are just, like, horseback melees mm. these dudes are fucking elite yes I... but let's wait let's wait 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 let's go back let's get, can we just get my laugh my laugh of the episode goes to braun because <laughs> jamie keeps fucking up dickon's name he's like Rickard, oh. and he's like dickon and braun's like <laughs> braun's a child he's like he's such a child he's like whoa shit really that's your name it was it, i love such it a child. shout out to all the gifts that came out of that moment <laughs> yo it was hilarious hilarious and they're, they're talking about battle and it was like you know it was it was dickon's first battle 
And he's like, "Yeah, it was glorious." And like, he's like, ah, "I didn't expect it." Oh yeah, that was sad because you know they did. He, they were fighting people they knew and probably guys yeah. that he grew up with. I'm glad that they mentioned that too. I think that was that that it was, was a good. It wasn't. It wasn't an easy. It wasn't an easy battle for them. You know. Um, yeah, not for the not for the bannerment of of House Tyrell to turn to basically turn on on their liege lords and yeah, so I'm sure it was painful and I'm glad they touched on that and I'm glad that they they let us know that this shit is not glorious and you know it's not it's not there's nothing romantic about war and we've seen that because we've been like several gruesome gruesome fucking episodes just think about Battle of the Bastards people get stepped on and shit but like just to hear that to hear them say that and just kind of see. You know, that moment where he's, like, blocked since now he's kind of a man now, you know? And he can, you know, maybe a little bit more worthy of respect than he had been in the last three episodes that we saw him. Um, and then you hear the thunder. The thunder <laughs> Bronx, wait, do you hear that? And I was like, as soon as he said, do you hear that? I was like, holy shit. Holy shit. And then I just like heard the hose and I had like blasting on the big speakers. So it was just like so it was so dramatic and so intense. And I was just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my god, oh my god. And they don't hear anything. the I think the most brilliant part of the scene is that you hear the you hear the hooves, you hear the hooves, you hear the hooves, but you don't see shit. You just see the horizon. And then you just start hearing the screams. That's what oh my god. And you still don't see anything and you're like Dothraki screamers. And then you see Jamie realizes, Jamie and Bron realize, like, oh my god, we know what the fuck this is. So they start like, you know, shoring up the lines, shoring up the lines, everybody, spears and shields, spears and shields, spears and shields. And it's just like, how like in that moment I was like I was like jumping ahead of the gun because I was like, Oh my god, I can't wait to see the Dothraki in battle. Oh my god, I can't wait to see it. We've heard about it for so long. We haven't like we've just seen them kind of casually kill each other because they're drunk and shit. But not like to actually be like full on battle. But then you have to realize that this is a historic fucking moment. The Dothraki mm-hmm. had never fought in Westeros. Like everybody, everybody has like heard. Um, everybody has heard about the types of warriors they are. Everybody's heard how fierce they are. But except for maybe except for like Bronn. Well, I don't think when, it was taken very seriously. I what I was saying before was that you know they keep talking about the Dothraki as just these savages. So when yeah. you think about how they're gonna fight, you just imagine melee on horseback. You know, yep. just like wild fighting, but yeah, they're people they're, are just they're like towards elite you, fighters. just like whatever, dude. Right. They're fucking and badass. King Robert said in the first season that you'd be a fool to meet the Dothraki on on the open field. Yep, he, he did. I he totally said that. Forgot in, that yeah, he, he said that in the very first season when he was talking about not wanting uh, Viserys Targaryen to make it to Westeros. Mm-hmm. Um, he, yeah, right. he didn't want, and and he also said like he basically he was saying like. Um, He'd be a fool to meet them on the open field, but like, how does that look if he's just like holed up in his castle while the Dothraki just destroy Westeros? Exactly. Like, what do you do? What do you do? Oh my god, dude! It's just what do you? What do you do? And it's just just the fear and like I just like Jamie. I think Jamie. I mean, shout out to to, I forgot what the fuck his name is. Jamie Lannister, actor dude. But like, yo, uh, just like Casso Walder. Yeah. Yes. Shout out because like. Just the emo, like everybody did such a great job of acting this episode. I think mm-hmm. it was, he was just like once he realized what it was 
and just like the fear, but you can't be afraid because you got to command your fucking army, but you know what's coming. Mm -hmm. You know what's coming. And you know this is an epic moment in history. You know that people will be talking about this in history. And he's like, Brian comes back to him. He's like, yo, get the fuck to King's Landing. You don't need to be here. You don't need to die on the field. And he's like, I'm not abandoning my army, all noble Jamie Lannister. And Bron's like, nah, son, you got to get the fuck out of here. And then you hear the dragon roar, and I lost my fucking shit. Dude. I lost it. I lost it. Before you even saw it, you just heard it, and I was like, I was, I was like screaming. Yo. I screamed it, it, so hard. I screamed so hard that I startled my fetus. And like, I went and Googled it to see if like, that's a thing. And it absolutely is. Oh my God. I was you like, oh my God, I scared the baby. <laughs> oh, you guys, I don't think you know, Tanya's having a baby. Yes. Sulu Targaryen. Sulu Targaryen. Name. For the win. <laughs> um, and no, we're not taking any baby name suggestions. <laughs> or any baby related suggestion um, just, just putting that out there <laughs> so King, King Robert talking about you know being a fool to face a Dothraki how will it look if I hold up in my kingdom I mean in my castle that could be kind of foreshadowing I mean that could be what we're seeing now if the Dothraki continue to be successful and start destroying shit and, and Cersei's just inside the castle because now the Lannister army is destroyed destroyed Lannister and- army is destroyed how, we don't know how much of the Tyrell army is out there being destroyed, uh, too. T- like, Tarly, you mean. Tarly, so yeah, the Tarly. Yeah, oh, fuck, you're right. The Tarly army. Yeah. And that's, I think that's a fucking great reference, dude. Like, I'm so glad that you brought that up, because I totally forgot about that. But, like, fucking, like the Dothrakis, you're stuck between a, and a rock and a hard place, you know? You fight them in open battle, and they fucking decimate your army, because they're fucking pros. Or once you stay in your castle, and you let them cut your, your whole town... Your, your whole city come under siege because they're reckless and they're all about the spo- they're all about the spoils of war like that's what motivates them they want their horses they want their braids to grow and they want to rape and fuck everybody 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 destroyed just like I can just see them like bringing all the treasures they can be carrying back yeah <laughs> I mean I think rack. I think Danny will keep them from doing that yeah she has to because she wants to she's got to in order to keep to um to keep Westeros to gain, on her side keep, Keep Buster exactly to keep Westeros on her side. She she has to. She has to. And we already know that she's got that she doesn't tolerate that shit with them. Like the raping of women and taking that. Like that's what they're for. But she we know that she's not gonna let them do that. Just like she wouldn't let Yara. No more reaping and raving, you know? Um so she's gotta but <laughs> You said I, reaping I mean, and raving. I think you meant raping and reaving. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I mean. I can't talk today. I don't I it's it's I don't know, maybe I need a beer. But um yeah, it's it's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. What do you do when you're faced with Dothraki? Apparently you just fucking die. <laughs> well the other thing is yo. that the Lannister army right now they haven't had a real fight since like Rob Stark was alive. That's true. That's true. I mean they've got they've got they've yeah, they haven't. They haven't. They haven't it's had just... a fight. And and going up against the Tyrells, Elena Tyrell admitted that her men aren't exactly the greatest fighters. No, they haven't had anything to, they haven't had anything to fight for. And now not only that, but now they're just coming back from a battle, you know? Like mm-hmm. they're they've they've coming back from battle, so they're already tired on top of the march, which makes them already tired. And now they're like so close to home. <laughs> right. And your guard is down <laughs> when you're so close, close to home. You're, you know, you're like you're not expecting it. And you just like fucking hear the thunderous hose of the Dothraki fucking horses, man. And uh come on myself. I'm so excited. I just like <laughs> it's it's so intense. It's so intense. Just like fuck, 
fuck? You hear the dragon roar, and then you see them, and then everybody's reaction to seeing the dragon is just like, <gasps> So Tyrion no. had said that they had enough ships to get them there. So I'm guessing they went by ship. That's what I was wondering. How did they get there so quickly? And why was nobody checking for them? Right. So that tells me that Euron is not there. Mm-hmm. Because how would, have they have, how, would have, how would they have shown up on the Blackwater Rush without yeah. interference they had to, they ha- Yeah, they had to. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, Dragonstone's not that far, but you still, you, you know, you can't just walk there. Yeah, and you, yeah, exactly. It's an island. Fuck. So yeah, Euron yeah, definitely wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But, um, man. When, so yeah, the Dothraki are just fucking, they're, they're, they're such excellent. amazing fighters. You it know, was they, so when amazing. When they all stood on the horseback to fight fire arrows, Dude. I had to watch it so many times. It's so good. I just, it was, I wish I had just lingered on there a little bit longer. And they had real, that's what those, they had stunt actors actually practice that and do it. Yeah. I went and watched the, um, I watched like the Ooh, making I, of the, of that ooh, battle. Ooh. I'm going to really watch good. that. I didn't it watch out. it. It's like 15 minutes long. And, um, oh. Totally Apparently the the woman who I forgot her name she does like the, the one who does though she the trains horse the horses stuff. and yeah. battled the bastards too yeah 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 they were saying like she was saying clap it up for her because she's Seriously. incredible I wish I remembered her name she um she was saying that wanting to do that stunt that they were like no nah, you can't do that and she was like oh we're gonna do it and they made like a special stirrup stirrup how do you say that word stirrup stirrup they made a special yeah. stirrup where it's like it's like metal or whatever. It's like a metal shoe almost. They put your foot in it so that you can Camilla balance Napris. it. Camilla Napris. What is her name? Camilla Napris? Or Napris? Well, shout out to you, Camilla. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, so she, they made like a special stirrup so they could stand in it and be stabilized and then get the other foot up on the, um, oh, on the saddle. Oh, crazy. I totally have to watch that. Yeah, totally it's really good. That. Yeah, it was that such was a just, good job. And then for them but, to all do it in unison. It's like all that talk of the, oh, all that talk of them being savages, blah blah blah. These like are these fucking horses. They did fucked up shit, but I don't feel like they're any more savage than the the soldiers in Westeros because Absolutely the soldiers not. in Westeros they rape and rob too. Yep, they do, they do, and it's just like it was just I was so happy to finally see the Dothraki get their time in the sun. Yes, like oh, I've been waiting way. to see them fight. Like you've seen a couple, like a couple of battles, like here and there, like small tests, but to just see the whole battle, force. I wasn't even seeing them actually fight like a you know, yeah. like a team, and like it's like hand to hand combat shit. Yeah, and it's like what do you you're saying hold the line? What do you do when you're holding the line and they jump off a horse and jump over the line? You know they you and know? they're they're not afraid. So Dothraki completely are fearless. completely fearless. They're completely fearless. Like the West Jersey people are like, fuck, I'm so close to home. And the Dothraki's like, I live for this shit. I was, they're like Spartans. They're probably, they're like yeah. Spart- they're like they were Spartans. probably like they're about time. They were probably so bored. You know, dude. it's like about time we get to sh- spill some fucking blood. Oh, dude, they were so ready to be blooded. Like, just think about how far they've come and mm-hmm. just falling around the Khaleesi and getting on the, on the wooden horse, uh, the wooden horses across in the sea and just sitting here twiddling our thumbs. You know, just like waiting, waiting, waiting. You promised us. You promised us. And now they finally got their battle. And it was so incredible. Yo, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Like, take the dragon out of it. Take, like, you don't even have to, like, keep Drogon and Daenerys out of it. This battle was fucking epic. It was. Incredible. Like, I don't think even without, like, sure, the dragon helps. But I think even without the dragon, they would have fucking owned them. Ugh. Dragonfire is short. I mean, it surely does help. Yeah, but helps a yo. lot. I mean, even watching them Dude. ride, watching them ride through the flames. How horrifying yo. must that be on the other side of that? 
and you see the fire and they're just jumping through the fucking fireproof <laughs> Dothraki. Like, these are the children of the Mother of Dragons right here, ladies and gentlemen. Look at them. Oh, man. And they all have horses. You know, all like the horse. Lannister infantrymen don't, they're not all on horseback. Yeah, all of the Dothraki. Right. All of the Dothraki are on horseback. So there's already that disadvantage for the Lan- for the Lannisters. Just barreling through their line. They don't give a fuck. They don't give they a fuck at fuck. all. Danny really so. needs to um to do three things. She needs a saddle. <laughs> so she doesn't fall off her fucking dragon. Mm-hmm. She needs armor. Some she type does of armor, need armor. So she doesn't idiot. just get killed by a, a stray arrow. Arrow, yep. She does and need she armor. She needs to learn hand to hand combat. At least a she little gotta bit. She's got to learn something. She does need to be able to defend herself because you can't rely on the dragon. If you fall off the dragon, like you just, you're right. There's so many, so many things that could go wrong. And we see that. You like, know, Visenya think- Targaryen was a swordsman. Like, she could fight. It was mm-hmm. she was more than just riding the dragon and and killing people. Like she could actually fight, and I think mm-hmm. that Daenerys needs that. And also, Visenya wore armor, and mm-hmm. um, it's just more like battle. you know. And I think that it just goes to show how uh, invincible Danny thinks the dragons are. Right. You know what I mean? And it's stupid and because herself. she should have. She sh- like why didn't she get armor for the dragons after the fucking fighting pits? Right. Right. Idiot. And another thing that Tyrion should have thought up as her advisor and as like the resident dragon expert. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what kind of armor a dragon would wear, but yeah. like, puts an, or how hard, I don't know how easy it is to dress a dragon and make it wear <laughs> something in general. But yeah. the old, the old dragons had um, saddles. They had armor. They had saddles. I don't think they had, they had armor, they were, but they, they had were saddles. Protected. For sure. And then the thing about the old dragons, it was, you know, they were skilled dragon riders and warriors who were riding them, you know? Um, Like, come on, dude. Like, you gotta, like, I'm mad at Tyrion and I'm mad at Danny. Just, like, we know that spears can pierce dragon armor. We've seen it happen, you know? Dragon skin. Dragon skin, sorry. Um, And we've seen it happen. So why aren't you prepared for that? And what makes you think that, like, especially if you're going to be flying as low as you are, that you're safe? Like, you can totally get hit by an arrow. Like, I understand that she wants to fly into battle, and kudos to her for doing that, because I, I was happy to see her actually fighting in the fight. Mm-hmm. But, like, come on, idiot. Like, protect yourself. And I so think another thing that I expect from Tyrion, again, as the resident dragon expert, is he should also have foreseen the possibility of a scorpion. Yeah, totally. Totally. Because like, if, he's into, if he's as into dragon history and dragon lore as he says he is, he should have known how the last dragons died. Yep. You know, yep. they were killed by small folk. They were stabbed to death, basically. Um, he just, I mean, I don't know. I just, I expect more from him. Me he's, too, but He's the book guy. Like, he's supposed to, the, he's a smarts guy. He's supposed to yep. think of these things. Granted, he did warn Danny about going, but like, he mm-hmm. should have at least told her to wear armor. You're yeah. so worried about her being um, struck by or, an arrow. Like, mm-hmm. why not convince her to wear some type of armor? There's no reason for her not to. Or even for herself, just as uh, as somebody who knows that they're going to be going into battle and plans to go into, or somebody, even somebody that wants to go into battle, why haven't why you had armor made for yourself? Right, like, and why, why haven't you learned hand-to-hand combat for yourself if you know you want to go fight? Yeah, that's stupid. Hmm, maybe Jorah will come back and teach her hand-to-hand combat. Ugh. <laughs> Hope he drowns on the way and never makes it. Oh man, fuck! So, there's, there's, there's so much, there's so much to unpack there. I just have to say, 
that I made uh, Tariq watch. I was like, dude, 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 dude. I was like, I didn't even give, I didn't even give him the whole battle. I just got gave him from like the circle at like spears and shields into the first dragon breath of fire. Then I stopped it. I was like, you don't watch the show. That's all I can show you. I'm sorry. Yeah. But he was like, he looked at me and he was like, that was fucking cool. And I was like, yeah. Dude, oh, so good, so fucking cool. And I was telling Tanya in a in a message earlier this week that I was just like, I'm not Jamaican. I don't say bumbleclot. St. Lucians don't say bumbleclot. <laughs> it was the first time I have ever seriously said bumbleclot and meant it in my life. <laughs> when the dragon, I was like, what? I was like, I, and I was so shocked that I said it. I was like, that's how epic this episode is. My St. Lucian mother is probably mad at me. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yo. I was, I don't even know what I was saying. I was just dropping yo. all kinds of And again, I was watching with my father-in-law. And he was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what else is there to say? Like, I was, like, sitting on the couch, and I got up, I just, like, stood up, and I was just, like, just watching on the screen. I'm just like, holy shit, holy shit, holy... Like, I could not, and then me and Tanya started texting each other, and it was just gibberish again. Always. It's always <laughs> just gibberish. Just gibberish. I, like, I couldn't... it's like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to say everything, like, text you everything, and then when we start recording, we have nothing to talk about. So, yeah. like, I have to yeah. just, like, not talk about it at all. Otherwise, it's I'll so spill hard. it, and it'll be gone, and then, you know... Oh, man. Dragon fire on the fucking battle, just blowing up the goddamn lines. Like, yo. Um, so they this they uh, apparently set a record for how many people they set on fire at once, just 20 men. Oh, really? Oh, nice. They set 20 men on fire at the same time. And apparently, when you're being set on fire, you have to hold your breath. Did you know that? Uh, is it so you don't suck all the oxygen out of your lungs? The fire doesn't suck the oxygen out of your lungs? <laughs> I don't know. I just know that they said they had to hold their breath and keep their heart rate down. Oh, interesting. Hmm. I was like, we work with an artist who wanted to be set on fire for a music video, and we told him it was a stupid, stupid idea. Yeah. He's like, I just see myself in the forest, and I want to be set on fire. And we were like, what? Then he's like, okay, okay, okay. What if we just make a video where it's just my hands on fire, and I'm playing? I was like, don't you use your hands to make your money? Yeah. Uh -huh. It's like, bro, you'll die. Yeah. Um, yeah, these are professional stuntmen. So yeah, they were really set on fire, and there was a lot of explosive use, explosives used in the scene. So amazing. She's blowing everything because it, up. They do like to use real fire for these things. because And it makes a difference. It, it really does. It makes a huge difference. It really does. I don't know if, if you if people like really notice, but like when I'm watching like superhero movies or whatever, I always look to see, and I'm like, holy, you can tell if they're using real fire, because the colors are just are all wrong if you're not if it's like if it's computer generated fire the color the the just the full fire color spectrum isn't there but once you get refire you get like that orange you get that yellow and the greens and just it's beautiful i love to let it burn let it all go let it all yeah go. they use like let this like helicopter up. this like helicopter drone camera for to film from drogon's point of view mm -hmm. with Dude. with like actual explosions happening on the ground and like it's just oh, it's just so well done. So well done. And, like, I keep wondering what my favorite shot is because I've got a bunch. Like, one of my favorite shots from it is when Arya is at Winterfell and they do that pan when it comes around and she's got, like, the direwolf sigils hanging outside and it's kind of, like, frames her and you're just mm -hmm. like, ah, she's home. But, like, my one of my other ones is just, like, the one that you keep seeing on the internet of Drogon, that side view where you just see, like, the stream of fire coming mm -hmm. out of his mouth. It's just, like, 
Darren. And I was wondering, I was like, we needed that shot because you're like, this is obviously devastating, but what does the dragon fire look like, spinning fire look like from the ground? And you got that shot and it was so fucking incredible. Did they burn all the grain? I mean, they burned up all, she burned up all those wagons. Let's talk about that shit. That was stupid. I mean, but like, stupid. what do you say to the dragon? Like, no, 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 dodge that way. Yeah, you know I, what know. I mean? Don't, don't burn that. But she, was, but she was taking out the supply line, which I felt like, come on, all that shit could have gone back to Dragonstone, man. Yeah. All that stuff could have gone back. Like, that was like, so now, so you think that you're doing a thing because you're cutting Cersei off from her supplies, but she got the damn money. So she's not actually in, in you know, she's out an army. But she's not, like, actually going to suffer. Nobody's going to starve. You know what I mean? That, that I thought, was not just a smart move strategically. Well, unless um, she cuts off, like, be, uh, any deliveries coming into Blackwater. Mm-hmm. Well, she might have to do. She's going to have to do something. She's going to have to do something to compensate for that. But, like, I, on the other hand, I totally understand that, like, okay, you got to just... If that, those are casts cast of wine? What? That burns. Boom. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> it was a... Uh, uh, I feel like we're gonna have to do a video recording one day so people can see how like <laughs> how much you flail about. <laughs> see my animations. I'm actually a cartoon. <laughs> oh my god! It's. Ouch. I mean, there's a chance it's not all burned. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, it, that's something that I definitely thought about. I was like, come on, man! Even in the heat of the moment, I'm like, don't burn the supplies. The other thing was they only, they only had the one scorpion with them, yeah. and Drogon not only burned it, he also smashed it with his tail. And I do remember Kyburn said other ones were being made, so mm-hmm. that's not the end of the. No, no, no. This is the event. that's the that's the first that's the first and last time there was only one scorpion, yeah. <laughs> at a battle. No, that's it. Also, we can talk about. I mean, if we're talking about historical uh, historical moments, like it's the first time that the drag a dragon and the Dothraki have ever been used in the same battle. Yeah. Ah! I mean, Dothraki have like, never even fought in Westeros before. They've never fought Westeros, and they get to have their first battle in Westeros already being the elite motherfucking badasses that they are, accompanied by a dragon. <sighs> wins, 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 like, wins. To be a Lannister infantryman at that point, <laughs> like, just pants full of doo doo. Like, what can you even do? Nothing. Nothing. You can't. You know, where like, are you going to run? Them, you see them throw up their shields when the flames are coming, but it's like, that's not going to do anything for you. Your arms just gonna get really, really hot. Dum dum. Oh, it's just, and man, they just—you gotta give it to them. They're just like, how fucking afraid must you be? You got just like all, all the fear on on that side, and these fearless fucking Dothrakis just keep—they just keep coming. They just keep coming. Did you think? mm -hmm. Did you think that um, Bron was gonna run when uh, Jamie told him to go get the scorpion, and then he dropped his bag of gold? Um. No, I didn't. I didn't. I, I love that whole that whole exchange where he's like, I can't fucking fire it, dude. It's got to be you. And Bronze like, looks at him. He's like, fuck, you're right. Fuck, it's got to be me. And I was like, well, does he run? I was like, no, I don't think that he would run. I don't think I don't think that he would run. I think um, I, I watched it a couple of times. And I was just like, is he going to go back for his gold? And I don't know if that, may, you know, is this like some some character arc for Bron? Oh, I chose my life. And sure. I mean, I wouldn't say that he chose saving the people over the gold, he just realized that it's stupid to go back because he would have been killed. Um, yeah, where would he have gone? Yeah. 
But I love that whole sequence that follows it because if you're ever wondering, you're like, I was wondering, like you think about it, you're like, what's it like to be in the midst of a dragon fire battle and you just get Bron running through the smoke and there's a fire everywhere and people are burning and spinning around and you're like, Dr. Rackies are coming at you in the smoke on the horses and shit. Like, it was just like, there was like a perfect illustration of hell. It's the, and it we was, got it to was, see it from so many different main character points of view, yeah. which we didn't, which we didn't have before. We got mm-hmm. to see some of it from Bronn's point of view, from Tyrion's, from Danny's, and from Jamie's. And I don't yeah, know if we've ever exactly. really gotten to see a battle from all, from all the different, different points of view before. Yeah, all yeah, different it was amazing. Before. It was amazing. I just like just to be in the fucking hell of it. It reminds me of that moment um, during Battle of the Bastards where John's like getting trampled, mm-hmm. and you're just like. Oh, oh, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. You just feel all this weight and you're just like, how fucking scary is it? I'm so, like, they nailed that. They nailed that. How scary it is to be just like, you don't know where you're going. You don't know which way is left, which way is right. You don't know if their dragons are in front of you or behind you. And then, then you see it flying over your head and you got to be the one to fucking get the scorpion out that could, put, you know, try to do some damage to it. It's so... So, oh, so well done. Well, now we know it only takes one person to operate a scorpion. We do. We do. And I was wondering before, I was like, this would have been so, this would have been so much more efficient if, they had been, if there had been a couple more people. But it is possible to operate it with just one. It is. It, it is. And I think that I, I like that it was Bronn because it was just back to the Battle of Blackwater Bay for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because you've got him on fighting on... Tyrion side, right? Fight, fighting with the Lannisters on Tyrion side and wielding the arrow that poof, sets the fucking wildfire ships aflame. And now you've got him taking down dragons with the same thing. It was like, I mean, it's still a little bit um, the Hobbit for me with the whole dragon slayer arrow nonsense. But that's I, I can forgive it. Whatever. It's, it was fucking <laughs> cool. And I'm glad it was Bronn. And like, you can tell that it was hard work. But I mean, shout out to Kyburn for making it easy to operate with one person. Yeah. I kind of thought Bron was going to die ones, too. I thought he was, dude. I I thought because I kept Ron saying, I kept die. saying, like, the, it's been a while since we've had a major death, yeah. and we'll talk about him in a minute. I know what you're going to say, but I've been saying it's been a while since we've had a major death, and it was time. And I yeah. thought it was going to be Bron. He just, and it's the second time I, f- I feel like Bron has like escaped death. Yeah, like, dude, is he invincible? <laughs> when he, what, you know, what it was is like when he had that whole hellfire sequence. I thought that this was it. I thought that was it. I was like, he's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. Jamie's going to have to f- figure it out with his hand. He's not going to make it. This is where Bron dies, and it's going to be against Dothraki, and I'm not mad at that. But no, man, he 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 lived. <laughs> he lived to shoot a fucking dragon. And But just that whole moment where he fires off the first arrow, and like it comes swooping past Daenerys. Like, oh, I was shook, Nikki. I was so shook. I, Because it's like, again, I was like, someone is going to die. Like, <laughs> I was like, he's when when he opened his mouth when that second one hit, I thought it was gonna go straight down his throat. Dude. He just opened his mouth and then he yep. shot the 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 scorpion arrow, and I thought it was gonna go straight in Drogon's throat that they were gonna crash. And I was just like, I don't even know what's gonna happen if if that happens. I have no idea. Yeah, dude. I was. It was. Uh, out. I was. I like, was. I was really worried. But then I was after standing the fire... by then, I was standing like I couldn't even sit down to watch it. Yeah. I was just no, on no, my no. feet, freaking out. This was not a sit down episode. <laughs> it really wasn't. But that was like I was I was really upset, honestly. After that first arrow went by and she kinda turns around and was like, Motherfucker, who shot who shot at me? How dare you with that thing? And like I understand you had to wheel around wheel back around and take out the fucking thing, but it was like it was so fucking dramatic. 
so <laughs> dramatic. I was just like, come on. Like, I thought that she was stupid. Like, because my question is, how far can, like, from what height can a dragon shoot fire down to the ground? Like, how far away can you be? Can't you be higher up? Like, she's going all these low flybys. And actually, while I'm thinking about it, uh, I want to give a shout out to the never ending story scene where they're flying <laughs> over the water. Just like, because <laughs> that was fucking awesome. And I was like, oh, yes, yeah, scenic, scene, the, the scenic dragon glide over the water. I fucking love it live for that shit but like come on dude like they're firing at you now you have to rethink and your if plan. she had a saddle and armor she could do a better job of maneuvering like and mm-hmm. you know trying to swing quickly out of the way yeah and that's the thing is like she's no she's like she's not a dragon rider expert she's just kind of feeling her way out but dragons can do from what we've read like they're fucking like they're flying battle machines they can do all kinds of like awesome maneuvers and shit mm-hmm. and um you know drogon doesn't know it yet but he's like he's got all this he's got all this potential he's got all this potential to be a great warrior <laughs> and he just doesn't he doesn't have the he doesn't have the proper training he doesn't have the proper training and um you know just like to go to go charging head on um after having such after, a close after, call have a, such a close call, and that's when and that's when you first see Tyrion walking. Because I was actually super surprised that he was at the battle. I, was I didn't too. expect to see him. He walked up. I was like, "What the fuck, this motherfucker?" It's clear that he's really conflicted too. Yeah, I, I thought that was it was so awesome. It was really awesome to see that because um, Daenerys's blood rider, I can't remember his name, is just like your people can't fight for shit, and Tyrion's like, "Fuck," he's like, "These are his people. These are, these are his people." It's mm-hmm. like Lannister army's burning in front of him that's his brother he can see his brother on the battlefield you know what i mean like he's seeing he's seeing his people he's seeing his people die the same people that he fought for not too long ago and um he he's got to be conflicted and i think that's something that, that has to be played up more and more like he hates cersei but he loves jamie you know like and at the end of the day he's a lannister and at the end of the day he's a lannister those are his colors being burned yeah you know those are entry from intro Ugh infantrymen he may or may not have known people he's fought beside yeah i think that i think that that whole moment kind of sums up the whole thing like okay okay Tyrion, we know that you're good with theory but in practice this is what it looks like right oh they're playing my favorite song it's so good but it's like dude like you just see you just see the conflict you see, I mean, I don't know. I'm just going to keep brilliant acting by everybody in this episode because he can't like, this is not a, this is not a win for Tyrion. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a win for him. It's not a win. And he didn't plan this battle. Like, okay, so we're going, I guess, going with the siege, the siege plan, um, but start opening with the dragon battle. But he, I mean, as much as he's winning, he's losing too. You know, because he want he wanted so much to be a Lannister, and he can't. And now there's no coming back. He can't. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Now he's you know actually fought on the other side. He's fought on the other side. He hasn't just plotted. He's fought. And um, yo, Cersei's gonna be so pissed. <laughs> I imagine that you know. So he he, he is conflicted. He hates, like you said, he hates Cersei, but he loves Jaime. And Jamie's this is his home. Free. Yeah, this is his home, and those are his people. And I don't think he wants to watch them all die. Maybe he didn't think it through all the way, like what it all really means, what it really means it really to come means. and conquer. You know, he's been he's been focused on killing Cersei, mm-hmm. but maybe he didn't consider um, 
you know, what comes with that. Yeah. You, who, who actually dies when you go, to, when you make these plans, you know, and he's seeing it in front of him and it's not pretty. Like he's, he, I, I really like how they showed like, um, him and Jamie almost like seeing the same thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Jamie looks like he, as Tyrion looks from the distance and he can see like the dragon fire happening. He sees people burning and running around. And then you cut to the, that moment where, where Jamie's like, holy shit, we need to make sure that some that the scorpion is getting into place and we need to make sure that something is, ha- like something is happening to stop this because we're getting fucked but you see jamie turn around and look and there's like the guys who were like trying to jump into the water and wet themselves because they're they're on fire and then you have that moment where the one dude takes off his helmet and his face is all like melted mm-hmm. and he's trying to splash water on himself and it's it's fucking devastating like they've been in battle before and they've seen like jamie's seen some shit he's seen some shit he's seen some normal battleship but dragon fire and dothrakis at the same time get the fuck out of here this is new new and glorious <laughs> I love it so much. Oh man, it's so good. Ah, uh, it's so good. It's so good. And you just you just feel for all of them, you know. You feel for Bron, who's just like, what the fuck? I should have just taken my gold and gone to wherever the fuck. If I had. Well, yeah. I mean, this was such an. No? Like, it was like I was saying before. This was such an easy win up until this moment. Mm-hmm. You know, they outsmarted. They outsmarted Tyrion. As far at, as at taking every, at every turn. At every time. Yeah. They, they they gave up Castle Rock, but they took everything that was there. They mm-hmm. took um they took uh High Garden High Garden with like barely a, a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean it's been It's the first time they've been tested. Yeah, you're right. Since Rob been Stark. simple. Yeah. Like the first since, real since battle the, since the Blackwater battle battle of the Blackwater, when has the Lannister army had a fight? Mm-hmm. That was years ago. Yeah. And you know what? Now that you say that, I, I, I'm glad that you said that because I, I wanted to mention this. Um, but it's the first time we've seen Jamie fight since he lost his hand. Yeah. This motherfucker is like, uh, shout, again, shout out to Bron because Jamie's holding his own for him to be like a, a left-handed, not a, a left-handed, a new left-handed fighter. Because he's, you know, he's fucking up Dothraki too. He's, he's, I mean, he's, I, wouldn't he's say he was, I wouldn't say he was fucking up Dothraki. I think mm-hmm. he was doing a pretty good job of protecting himself. Himself, yes. Okay, that's and because it was really Dickon who saved his ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shout he out was to about Dickon. to bite it. I was like, is, does that mean that Dickon dies now? <laughs> it's just like it's hard. Like I like. I and where did point, Randall Tarley disappear to? We did not see him. He was there all. in the beginning of the battle. I don't know. Does he was that the one telling that... them to get the shield walls up. The yeah, shield he wall up, and then I, we didn't see him again after that. Yeah, we didn't see. I wonder. I, I wonder. Does I imagine? I imagine if they killed him, he'd be killed on screen, though. Yeah, me too. I would. That's what I would think. Um, and if he does die, that makes his son Dickon Lord Tarly. And how does that change things with Sam? But that's a whole other. That's a whole other thing. But um, yeah, no, we I, we, we didn't see Randall Tarly, and I guess you're right. Jamie can hold his own, but he, uh, yeah. Shout out to Bron for bringing him back <laughs> to even be able to survive that battle. Yeah. And I think, and it's his, I mean, we could talk about Jamie's pride. Like, oh, I'm not leaving my army behind. No. And because why would he do it? He, he wouldn't. He's no, he's no Joffrey. That Joffrey wouldn't have been there in the first place. Or, you know, wouldn't like, have let him leave. There's no Joffrey. Jo- remember his bitch. I was just like, I got to my mother, my mother's calling me. Did she, she say what she wants? <laughs> bitch, get out of here, bitch. I, I, <laughs> you know, I was like, this fucking punk ass motherfucker i can't i can't stand him but you just see how opposite um joffrey is from jamie in this moment you just but then you're like you know this lannister pride thing is gonna get people in trouble 
Gonna get people in trouble. Do you, so do you and think that, Jamie should have left when Braun told him to? I think, yeah, I do. Because he's I a do. commander, you know. He's a he's a he's commander. A commander. But he's not fighting at a hundred percent. Yeah, he's a He's you know, he's um, and he's a uh, what what you call it, Kingsguard, Queensguard, and um, you know, I feel like his duty would be to go back to inform to make sure your queen is safe and all that kind of stuff. But um, I think he should have left. I think just like politically, he should have. And and I, but you know, we we know that. He's trying so hard to be an oath keeper now, so he's gonna stand his ground. And on, the, but then on the other hand too, like you hear that it's a Dothraki and you hear it's a dragon, like there's no way you're not gonna be part of this this battle. Not for I not. I mean, for I think you, I think if he had heard dragon before Dothraki, he would have gotten out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I know I would have. Uh, I'd be like, what that roar? Oh, so. Because I mean, he you know he is more useful as a commander than as a fighter. Yep, totally. He's one-handed. Got to regroup. And, you know, as much as he was able to somewhat protect himself, like, he's one-handed and he can't fight left-handed. You know, the Dothraki would have eaten him alive if, if yeah, it weren't yeah. for Dickon. Mm-hmm. Dickon saved him. But it was cool. I mean, his 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 uh, his golden hand saved him, too. <laughs> yeah. Because that's, that, like, that only for so long, off. though, you know? Oh, actually, something else about that battle is when... Uh, when Braun's facing off against the Dothraki and he like throws his knife thingy at him. Oh, and, and he, he just like, dodges it. He and cut the horse's it. leg. Cut the horse's fucking leg. Yeah. No, there's so much like there's he was so much smarter. Braun really was like he was treating it like it was a tourney. Like you think you're just gonna charge at him with your sword out and he's just gonna yeah. like wait and this eat it. It's ready. He's like, I'll take your horse. Boom. Nice like just a surgical slice. Gone. Mm -hmm. And then you'll just like that moment where Bran's like Bran, uh, Bran is flying off into like the burning rubbish around him, and just like I was like, oh man, it's all because Bran is a swordsman, but he's not like an expert Bran, yeah. horse. Bran, I mean, he's not yeah, he's yeah. a swordsman, but he's not like this expert horse riding swordsman, which is what yeah. all of the, the Dothraki are. are. They all are. They've been on horses since they were like two years old, and they just they painting. fire arrows from the horse. You know, they they fight with the arrows from the horse. Mm -hmm. Like the horse is a part of their body, practically. Yeah, man. It's an ex you know it's an extension of them, so like, so and I feel amazing. like with the Westerosi knights, they ride the horses, but they don't use them the way the Dothraki do. Yeah, they don't use them as a weapon. And I feel, and it, even I feel like even in the books, you don't really get much of them using, except for maybe like the mountains horse. Yeah, biter, not or, mountain. Yeah. Um, no, or, um, the hound, the hound's horse. Yeah, the stranger. He just bites stranger. everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fucking crazy! Oh, <laughs> I had to giggle because I'm just like I just everything that happens next is like it all happens so quickly and there's so much. So Danny had to get down to pull the. Um, yeah, well, we so yeah, she got shot. Jogan got shot, and that impact was just like boom, boom in my chest. His, I felt I know. it. His scream made me so I sad. Felt it. Oh, I was like, man. oh, poor baby, Jogan. And you just, and then I was wondering, I was like, does he fly away? Like, does Danny get him to fly away and, like, go back to, like, pull, like, does he, I think that they should have, he should have, they should have fallen back, uh, pulled back. It was the right, I think the right move would have been to fall back. But then when the dragon's in that much pain, like, I could, obviously she's, we all know that when Jorgon's in pain that Danny has no control. Yeah. He's still a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> He's still a teenager. Poor, But that's poor why, she, that's why she should be able to protect herself, though. 
Because, mm-hmm. I mean, she's there now on the ground with, with Drogon trying to pull the giant arrow spear thing out. Yep. And she's completely unprotected. She's completely she's completely unprotected. She's completely unarmored. She's just she's just raw out there. She could have been if, so it was very stupid of Jamie to pick up a lance and try to go after her that I mean a, a spear and try to go after her like that. Like it was a fucking tourney. But like had had an archer an archer could have just taken her out. Yeah, archer could have taken her out easily. She was easily. Just standing there. I mean, they're just lucky that at this point, like, she's lucky that at this point, like, they had wreaked such havoc upon the battlefield that nobody really knows what's happening. Everybody knows that there's a dragon has just hit the fucking deck, and nobody wants to fuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's running in the opposite direction. Opposite direction, except for Jamie, who looks, and then you just see it. He looks, he looks down, and he looks at her, and he's like, oh, shit, she's on the ground, trying to obviously tend to her dragon, and he sees this, the, 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 the spear, and he picks it up, and then you see Tyrion, and Tyrion's looking at him like, oh my god, you, you fucking, fucking idiot. idiot. And it's true, he was a fucking Like, what did he think was going to happen? He was a, just because the dragon's just, down doesn't mean he can't breathe fire. And, like, he was just going to run up and just stab her, and then that was it? Like, the dragon's just going to watch? You know, or was he going to run and stab the dragon while the dragon's down and then take her hostage? Like, which I guess maybe was... Would I mean, I guess... Was... I mean, okay, I guess... You don't kill her. To you give don't his... kill Daenerys. Well, I mean, I guess I mean, he was willing to die for this shit. Because if it kills yeah. Daenerys, the war is over. Yeah. So I guess but on do that... do you kill Daenerys? I think, like, I think Cersei would be pissed if you killed Daenerys. She'd have to bring Daenerys back to King's Landing. You gotta take her hostage and then kill her. Nah, you gotta kill her. Man. Oh, <laughs> all those living Dothraki. Yeah, that's true. Because it's not like Cut her army was destroyed. Snake. Her army's still there. Her army's still fucking raging. <laughs> right. Right. So he'd have to kill her. You can't capture her. Capture her and use what to guard her to guard and take her back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, somebody so would come. That's right, to, yeah, somebody would come for her. Yeah, I guess he was willing to die to end the war, but it was just really a stupid thing to do. And, and, I, and, the, and that's the thing. It's just like, oh, man. Jamie Lannister, tourney champion, the best fucking, uh, the best for, for many, many years, the best warrior and Westeros, who'd only been defeated by Jorah Mormont, and you just see him in, like, like full tourney, like, this is the battle that, as a knight, you dream about, you know? Like, this is this is what all, Literally all against the, the books fire are made of. Exactly. You take your lance, and you're going up against the fire-breathing dragon. Like, this is what every, this is what knights dream about. This is the quest that they, that they fucking get hard for. And here he is, and it's happening right in front of him. It's like, I'm fulfilling my destiny. This is what, I, this is what I've been trained for. You know what I mean? He picks up the lance, and the horse is racing, and that's this whole, this whole, this whole scene. There's reflection on the water, and the pounding of the hooves, and he's just, like, racing, racing, racing. And I was just like, oh, shit, Jamie's going to die. <laughs> that was my thought. I was like, yeah. I was like, Jamie's this is how die. he goes out? This is how he goes out, and it's glorious. And, like, it's just, it's like, for me, if he's dead, because we don't know, if he's dead, then it was perfect. You want to talk about perfect. that? Yes. I think my, my, so he goes charging from, he goes charging the horse, uh, charging the dragon, sorry, full speed, and then same full speed gets knocked off by somebody else. By Bron. Like, like Bron knocks him off the fucking horse into the water. So not like, for me, in my head, I'm like, all right. You get to you saw down a dragon's throat, and you saw the throat get warm and light up with the fire that was about to come out and roast you. And then you get smacked off full speed, full force into the water. So you gotta have the wind knocked out of you, right? Right. But then and you're in your armor, and it's dragging him down. 
He's in his armor. Bron's not wearing armor. Bron doesn't ever wear much armor. You know what I mean? But Jamie, how many times, like, I guess we haven't talked about it in the show, but, like, in the books, like, people drown in their armor all the time. This is a real fucking thing. Mm -hmm. like, this is a danger. Like, I mean, yeah. I mean, this, I'm, I'm not going to go That's why the stuff. Ironborn aren't heavily armored. Exactly. And Bron, he, Bron talks about not being heavily armored way back in season one. Yep. Um, when he was fighting on behalf of Tyrion at the Vale. Tyrion's like, why don't you have any armor? He's like, oh, it just slows you down. Slows, yeah, exactly. It slows you down. And it also it's weighs you down, down if you fall into a black water rush. So yep. now, you know, we end with Jamie sinking with his And Bronn sinking too, which I, because I, I didn't catch that the first time. I was like, oh, I'm just focused, so focused on Jamie, like sinking down to the bottom and thinking, okay, at you. But then I look over to the left and Bronn's actually sinking down the water too. But then they kind of go over and focus on Jamie. And I was just like looking at it, just watching him sink. And I'm thinking, fuck, man, like who's going to save you? Who's going to save you? Who saw, like, does, does he have to be, like, who goes in to rescue Jamie? And if you go in to rescue, just, like, what are the tax, the, like, the logistical things about saving a man who's drowning in armor? Like, how with do a, you With a dragon of, standing at the shore waiting. With a dragon standing at, you know? Like, what happens? What happens? Tyrion saw this whole thing. Does he go to rescue his brother? Can he do that? How, Is how he would he possible? even do that? How does he do that? How, and would, what, he, how if, would he even get down there fast that? enough? Dude, I don't, I don't know what, so I, like, I think that it should be Jamie's death, and I think that we should open up the next, the next episode with his painted rocks on his eyes and Cersei devastated, or just getting the news that this is happening. Like, I don't even want it to move that fast. I want it to move, like, I was going to say, I wanted, right I would battle. want it to be his dead body being dragged out. Yeah. And Tyrion Somebody's... standing over it. Mm-hmm. And then you have this moment where Tyrion is, like, torn because he loved his brother, Jamie Lannister, R.I.P. Past tense. If he's dead, like he loved his brother, but then you've got like your queen, who your brother just fucking tried to kill. So whose side? You know, like where do you? It's, that's a. It's tough. It's tough. We know that he's loyal to Daenerys, but we also know that this is her, his brother. And um, I mean, and Daenerys knows that feeling too because uh, Viserys is just. I mean, I would say just as creepy and fucking crazy as Cersei. But you know what I mean? They've got. They both have that that sibling dynamic. Um, so I think Jim Daenerys would understand, but at the same time, he just tried to fucking kill her while so, her back was turned. While her back was turned, true Kingslayer style. Ha, huh. yeah. Kill her and her father almost the same way. Mm-hmm. But do you think he's dead? <sighs> okay. I would be sad if he's dead. I think that he should be dead. Because drowning in the armor, and I just don't understand like how you get have enough time to be saved and this kind of stuff. But do you kill him? I don't that know. That was my thing. Like I feel like he should be dead. He should he's be been, dead. He's I, been knocked off a horse in his I mean, armor, he, being dragged to the bottom of the water. He lost his final joust. That's how I see it. Done. <laughs> oh, you know what? At the this is talking about armor weighing you down. Davos wasn't wearing wearing armor in the Battle of the Blackwater either, for the same reason. Right. Yeah, he didn't want it to drag know. him down if he got knocked in the water. Yep. Anyway, people... I feel like I feel like he should be dead. He should drown. Mm. It doesn't take that long to drown. Nope. Um, not when you're like not as falling going down as fast as you're falling. Right. And but on the other hand, will they really kill Jamie off screen like that? Like well, I mean, we saw him drown. <laughs> right, but because it's just like I feel like he's just he's just the look on his face as he's going down is just utter shock. 
Like, he's not even struggling or fighting for his life. I think he's got the wind knocked out of him, and he can't breathe, and he's just, like, getting soaked up with water. But on the other hand, we have seen from the Ironborn that drowning does not necessarily mean drowning. Yeah, that's true. I'd be mad if they even did that. So, okay, so I could see it going two ways. I could see Jamie's dead body being pulled out, Mm -hmm. and, you know, Tyrion looking down on it and being depressed. And he's dead. Or I could see Jamie being pulled out and he's alive and being held hostage again. Mm. I'm down for that. Because if he's, if Jamie, say Jamie and Bronn become prisoners to Daenerys, mm. that adds a whole other clusterfuck of conflict for Tyrion. Yeah. It and does. And Cersei will rage. Rage, dude. She got her money. That bitch got unlimited credit with the Iron Bank now. Oh, it's but scary, at the man. Loss, at the cost of her whole army. Mm-hmm. The Golden Company isn't enough by itself. No, it's not. And they're far away. And they're far away. You got to get them there. They're far away, man. I think I just... Like, it's just we've seen everybody... I mean, man, that fucks with the whole prophecy and shit, too. But, like... <laughs> well, the show's not using that part of the prophecy. I know. So we can't I even know. base it off that. I'm still. I'm gonna be mad every week about it. <laughs> I'm gonna be mad every week about it. But I just. I want honestly, like, if I kept telling myself, like, if that's the way that Jamie Lannister has to go, I'm happy with it. I like he lived and he and it was just. It was so perfect. It was so perfect. Like I feel like how can he not be dead after that? The cinematography involved in that scene. See, the reason why I think he's. I think he should be dead, just like logically he should be dead. He should be dead, yes. The reason I think he's not dead is because I feel like they would have let the Dragonfire kill him if they were playing to kill him off. Mm -hmm. But I think that that would have been too obvious. I think that the Dragonfire would have been too obvious and too easy. I think that drowning is not the most... The most glamorous way to go, but that's just a real. That's true. That's I just, can agree that's with a, that. that. That's a real like a, a an Essa, uh, sorry a Westerosi real world hazard. You know what I mean? It's just but like I, I also feel learning like, how to swim. I also feel like we need a confrontation between Tyrion and Jaime mm-hmm. now that time has passed, and especially and now that Jaime knows that Tyrion did not kill Joffrey. I'm so glad you said that. Yes, that would that com- that conflict would be would be would be awesome. But then it's just like if he's dead, that means Cersei doesn't ever find out. And I'm just like, oh, I just see. see if he's dead, Cersei doesn't find out that that Joff that that um that, that Elena did it. That Elena did it. Tyrion's name doesn't get cleared, and then you still have. I mean, not that that would change anything for Cersei as far as Tyrion is concerned. You know what I mean? It wouldn't. But it's just like. It's just that that little piece of information that you just go. It's like Ned Stark wanting to tell, um, tell telling John, "I'll tell you about your mother when we when we, when yeah. I return." You know what I mean? It's the same. It's the same kind of thing. You John never gets to find out from him, and um, Tyrion doesn't get to, he doesn't get his name cleared. And ah man, it's rough because like I just see I saw him. I was like, "Oh shit! If he's dead, that means Cersei doesn't ever find out." <laughs> see that's see these are all reasons why I think he's not dead, despite logically fact like the fact that he logically he should be. It's kinda yeah. like how Arya should have died in Essos when she got stabbed in the stomach and thrown into the yeah. water and jumped into the water. Yeah. She yeah. should have died. But she Man. didn't. So I think that although Jamie should be dead, I think he's not. I think that he's gonna be a prisoner. Yeah, again. But I could be wrong. Man, I could be wrong. I'm just like it's uh 
it's it's tough, man. It's really really tough because like I mean I like Jamie, I like his character, and um, it's been fun to kind of watch watch his story and what he's what he's been through. Like you know he's not just a meathead anymore, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, he's like he's got a he's got a little soul, and it's just but I just what happens if Jamie's like we know we know that just Cersei's rage. Or will that, will, will she, I mean, because she's not going to let that stop her, you know? Like, just, they're going to start mass-producing scorpions and training people how to how to use them, you know? Uh, train just, who? The army's dead. Like, okay, you can grab a whole bunch of small folk, but, like, they're not trained I mean, fighters. You've got to militarize and mobilize the small folk. you got no fucking army. Compulsory service. <laughs> Compulsory. But that's obviously not a reliable way, because we all know... If Small freaker face with a dragon. They're gonna turn tail and run. Hell yeah, they're gonna run. I would too. Like you didn't. They didn't sign up for this shit. Nope. No, no, no. Oh man, what do you guys think? Is Jamie dead? Is Jamie dead? I'm gonna do a poll. <laughs> yeah, do a poll. Is Jamie Lannister dead? Like, cause I th- cause I don't like. I know that we know that, but like, I'm just not. I'm like, I'm wondering. Like, for people who don't read the books, and for people like, if you're just got like a novel, if you're watching it just for the fun of the show, like, do you even realize that he's in his armor and that this is a problem? Mm-hmm. Like, do people is that like? I I know that we're not overthinking it because we've seen it. We've seen and you just well, no, gave I mean, us it's, several it's, examples. It's, yeah, it's come up in the show. It's come up in the it's show. Come up in the show so, like, at least twice. Uh, yeah, so you have you have that, and you, even if you don't remember, like. Even if you don't remember, if you say, if you don't remember those references, is this like, is Jamie falling into the water even like an issue for you? Because like that's, you know, it's like it's like a uh, John Snow dying in in John Snow dying at the wall. That's like they fade out and you just see him bleeding to death and you just see Jamie sink into the bottom. Man, I don't know. Where are the red priests when you need them? <laughs> Oh, but, but the, see, but Euron's not there because they would have prevented the Dothraki. And it's just like, hmm. I mean, maybe somebody's there who can bring him back. Because there, there are, I mean, I guess it would have to be Tyrion. Oh, what? To like perform about, CPR? CPR, yeah. It would have to be Tyrion. I mean, I don't it think they do all that. I imagine if he, if he came out unconscious, he'd just cough up water. I don't think they'd do all of that. Yeah. He'd just turn around mm-hmm. and cough up a bunch of water and realize he's a person. I think he might. But, then, he does, might he, be made a but does he leave? Does he leave and he's just like, okay, I serve the drowned god now? <laughs> what? Absolutely not. <laughs> what is dead may never die. <laughs> Rise again. Um, man. Uh, yeah, I guess I, I could totally see the hostage storyline. I could totally see that. And, um, and then he gets a chance for Tyrion to tell him how actually awful Cersei is. Um, and the things that he did to her, but he did fucked up things to her. T- I mean, I don't know. I guess you could say it's for the good of the realm. <sighs> it's tough. Ooh. Uh, Tyrion. I'm just trying to think. I'm like trying to remember some of their back and forth. Um, but I don't. I don't really. Um, I just. Ugh. It's just so much. I could I get- see. I could just see him being a, a, a prisoner again. Just so that we can have a confrontation between him and, and, and Tyrion. Yeah, I would like that. I really would. I would like. I want them to see each other. And even if it's like, 
you know, even if they've got them in a dungeon or like whatever, like you get the moment where these brothers are alone and they're talking to each other, which would be fitting actually. Now that you right, say that, for it to be switched right? around, we're now for it to be switched around. Now exactly. he's exactly now yeah, James yeah, yeah, is the yeah. one locked up, and it becomes does Tyrion free him because he loves him? But then he fa- faced the wrath of Daenerys. Yeah, you know I don't see Tyrion wanting to execute him. No, he won't. And Tyrion will argue. He will argue that Jamie is better off alive and they're hostage. And, and remember, Jamie is still upset with Tyrion, not just about Joffrey, but remember he did kill Tywin. He did kill Tywin. Yeah, so he's like, Yep, even though you didn't kill you didn't kill my son, but you did kill our dad. There's I mean, there, that's that's definitely a conversation that needs to be had. And I just like I mean I see Daenerys wanting to kill him, but I see that I see Tyrion with the assistance of maybe John and Davos and even Miss Sandy being like, listen, you can't kill him. He's more valuable to you alive than dead because the rumors are true and Cersei does love this dude. Or uh, Yeah, I mean, he's definitely an extremely valuable hostage. Mm-hmm. Bran not Bran. so, I mean, Bronn not so much. No, Bronn you just dispose of. He, Bronn switch sides, Bronn will switch sides and nobody will fucking believe him. And, <laughs> you know, but up until now, I mean, Tyrion has always come. Come, uh, Tyrion's paid all his debts to Bronn. Jamie still owes him fucking castle. <laughs> yeah, but, but at the same time, like Jamie, I mean, Bronn did just save his life. So, man, I don't know. I mean, Bronn's in the water with him. Does he dive down and go back and save him? I guess that's possible. It's because it, he's not alone in the water. That's what we have to remember too. So it's not like he just fell into like he just fell off his horse and is drowning. Like he was knocked off. But Bronn is in the water too. I think it'll be like with with Davos, where like, you know, he ow, where he um, he'll be he'll be saved. He won't be dead. He might be unconscious. He'll pop back up. Because mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of what happened with Davos. He got knocked off, and you, he was like sinking down. Yeah, he wasn't wearing it's armor. It. He was not wearing armor though. But like you said, Jamie's not alone. He's with Bronn. He's with Bronn. Bronn's in the water too. So Bronn can at least help him if, assuming they're both conscious. Yeah. Which I wasn't sure of. I'm like, is he, like, he's got his eyes open and he's staring up as he's going down, but that doesn't mean that he's not, like, you know, knocked out. Yeah. He's sleeping with his eyes open. Yeah, it's just that. Like, honest, like, my heart didn't break at all <laughs> when I saw it happen. I just thought it was just, it was, it was just very, that whole, that whole last scene was just very poetic. I loved it. I loved it. I just want the books to come, come on, Winds of Winter. I need like I just feel like we're floating around and we're just like in speculation land with the show because there's just well I mean the show's so the and the show is so so far from the books now though yeah I mean it's like complete and total alternate so, universe but I love it because I feel like when it goes back to Winds of Winter that I'll just be like it's like a whole new story you know yeah what I mean? oh definitely oh it's so definitely. exciting it's exciting for me because you know like the showrunners have the like basic outline of how of how George R R Martin wants it to end. But he could have mm-hmm. changed his mind. Look how many times he's changed his mind since he started writing this in 1996. Yeah, you know. So like, I'm I'm really excited. I I love having both. I love having both mediums. I think it's great. It's yeah, like it's, it's just crazy. watching it. It's like Earth One and Earth Two. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I'm just the crazy butterflies in my stomach just thinking about it. I'm just like, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Everything about this episode. Can we talk about if this is the best episode ever? <laughs> okay, so I was thinking about um, 
my favorite battles. And I don't know if I came up with five, but right <laughs> now, my top four are this one, which I called Field of Fire 2.0, mm -hmm. Battle of the Bastards, Hard Home, mm -hmm. and the Battle at the Wall. Ooh, Battle at the Wall is a good one. I, I, you know, Hard Home is not on my favorite, my episodes of what? my I list of favorite. I love Hard I have, Home. I've watched it, I need to watch it again. I think I've only seen it like twice. I have to watch it again. I love Hard like, Home. Like it, it is really crazy epic and it's like scary with the, 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 the dead and stuff. I just, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of people's favorite. Like Battle of the Bastards is just a little bit more visceral for me. Yes, I agree with that. You know what I mean? It's just like you feel, and this one, you go like, I could feel the things that were happening. That's why Hard Home is doesn't doesn't make it. Like I'm trying to think if I have like favorite Battle of Blackwater, obviously. Like that was that was another one that I was just like, holy shit, I felt it. Um, I'm trying to think if any of like any of Rob's battles. Early. Well, no, we didn't really see. No, not really. Battles. Didn't ever see, didn't really see any of that. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. Um, yeah, no. Yeah, it's, for me, it's this one in this battle of the bastards, and then uh, Blackwater Bay, and then maybe Hard Home. Like Hard Home is epic, and I'll watch it again just to give it a fair shake. But um, it doesn't. It didn't hit me the same way that these ones. I was like, oh shit, that's crazy. But I wasn't like ah, you know. I loved Hard that's, Home. That's my age. Um, <laughs> I loved Hard Home just. Uh, I loved the chaos of it, and I also loved John going one on one with the White Walker. Yeah, that was dope. Yeah, okay, I'll give you it. That was dope. And then the battle at the wall. The was battle just, of the wall. Yeah, I mean that shit was just battle insanity. Was that was one of the ones that was shown in IMAX. Oh, and we're forgetting about the fucking the battle we just saw on the pirate ship. Yeah, but that's not in my top anymore. And mm, Euron's Euron's entrance was like iconic but it's on my top list for just like bloody about bloody fucking reality style battle well, and we can't really call them reality style battles but right. taking all the romance out of war <laughs> it's all it's on my list for that i thought it was a good battle but it's not my favorite mm. that was so good oh so good actually i think about that like sand snakes sand snakes totally ruined that battle for yeah, me yeah they can't fight it is trash i hate them i hate them <laughs> Jinx. Know how I feel <laughs> yeah, that should have so, been the name of our podcast. I fucking hate the sand snakes. Enjoy yeah. the explorer. Fucking crazy. I hate. Yeah, they're so so obnoxious. So obnoxious. Yeah, man. This this episode is just so fucking. It's perfect. Like, there's not. I can't try to think if there's anything that I would have wanted to see more or like could have done without. But just like, just everything. And it's it's so crazy. I think it was, it's like, it's a nice juxtaposition because you've got, like, the war that's happening and you've got, like, the dragons and the war and all thing, And then you have, like, finally, are the Starks going to get a break? Everybody's at home now. Everybody's home. Finally, well, all John. the chaos of the world. But he's not a Stark. I know, but, <laughs> you know? like, I, know, I want him to be there, too. I, John and Arya missed each other. And it's like, that's just a thing that keeps yeah. happening. Yeah. They, they, yeah. they just missed each other. You do. But it's just, like, you want, I want... Like, I want the Starks to have, like, a happy ending, but we know that it's not coming. So every moment of happiness that they can get, I'm all about. I'm just like, ah, oh, you guys can relax. You're at home now for a little bit. It's just, how long does it take before people start to grow antsy mm -hmm. and, so, and need to strike out? Because obviously their destinies are going three completely different places, and none of them involve starting staying at Winterfell except for maybe Sansa. Mm -hmm. Ooh, the Baba Duke is on. The what? 
The Babadook. I'm not going to watch it, though. That shit will give me nightmares. I don't know what that is. Oh, my God. Look it up. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to watch it, though. No, seriously. It's like... I don't know. It's, it's a horror movie, but it's, I feel like it's not supposed to be that scary, but it scared the shit out of me. And I'm home by myself. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll read it. I'll read about it in a second. Um... What were you saying? Sorry, I got so sidetracked. Uh, yeah, no, just like I want the starts. It's like the nice contrast between like this raging battle that's happening over there outside of King's Landing, and then just like the Starks finally, while everybody else is dying, they're coming together. About time. Nice. It was. It's. It's nice. I was just. I just like I for my notes with them. I'm just like, oh, hugs, hugs, hugs. I was just so happy to see them all together just like completely different but then you just like have all the things that come out of them being so different yeah Ooh, Game of Thrones I, is I'm, on right I'm now. looking forward to the contrast yeah I have it on, I have it on my open in the, in the <laughs> hair. um it's just there's just so much I'm trying to think if there's any notes that I wrote down that was just like ah oh I don't have any more notes I, I lost oh, my notes ended a long time ago <laughs> say John and armor I have John and armor <laughs> Bren say dragon Dragon, no, 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 no. Yeah, and just like my last thing was just if if um, if Jamie does die, and Cersei doesn't find out from him, the only other person who knows are Sansa and Peter Baelish. Yeah, but there's no reason for them to tell her. There's no reason for them to tell her. And like, there's no even, there's not, there's like not even any way that he can use it as like, it's not leverage for Littlefinger. It doesn't do him any good. Right. Uh, I don't know. There's, there's home. There's worth. <laughs> let me turn on the side. Let me see. Man, I don't know. This completely fucks up Cersei's plan to regain control. Cause I can't wait to see it's her. It's about time she took an L. It's yeah. about time. It needed to happen. A major one. Cause she's been winning this whole season. She really has. And it's just like, I mean, she still wins cause she's got all the Iron Bank money now. Um, which we now we know for a fact has made it to into King's Landing, but you know, I mean, I guess the part of the original plan was to starve King's Landing out, and they've burnt yeah. their supplies. So that's that. There's that. But now, like, what happens, dude? Like, what happens? So the the Lannister army is soundly defeated, from what we can tell. Jaime is maybe or maybe not drowning, but now you've got Daenerys and Drogon, just outside of King's Land. Just like, what happens with this? What happens next for Daenerys? Because Drogon's not flying anywhere. Not yet. Well, you're also you also don't watch previews for next week. Oh yeah, no, I don't. Well, the next episode is titled East Watch. Oh, that's what I was gonna ask because I saw two things. I saw two because we all know about this leaked script that's out, which I'm not checking out. And I think you guys are all fucking barbarians and savages if you check it. That's just my opinion. <laughs> and uh, I think that. Uh, I thought that's what I was wondering. I was gonna ask you if it was Eastwatch because I also heard what was the other one? Something about some Blood of the Dragon. Is that an episode title? Uh, let's see. Because I think I saw that somewhere, and I thought the next episode was called Blood of the Dragon, and I was like, Ooh, John. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Eastwatch by the Sea. I'm, we're getting this fucking battle, dude. We're getting. I think we get another battle. I think we get to see White Walkers, and we get to see Tormund, and um, I'm afraid for him. I am I am worried for him because I don't I don't see him I don't I don't I don't think he's gonna gonna make it but you know Davos still alive and everybody else that I've called is still alive so well yeah, we're wrong 
Hold on, I'm excited that because it's about time we see the fucking White Walkers and fight, figure out what's going on with the Dude, wall. This, I think, where, where this is where I think we finally get that all those answers. <sighs> Let's see, I'm looking up the titles. Um, um, well, I can't yeah. talk to you about what their previews show, so yeah, I'll Sorry. keep those thoughts to myself. <laughs> Fair enough, I get it. Yeah, I am gonna, I am gonna watch the making of this episode, but I won't watch the trailer. I can't. Yeah. Like I told you, I'm gonna tell. I'll tell you guys too, because I told Tanya. Somebody told me a spoiler from this season, and I'm no longer talking to this person. Yeah, and don't tell me because what it, it is. It, I won't oh. tell you what it was because it fucked up. Like there's no, like there's nothing I can do to forget what he said. And every time I think about it, it makes me angry. And after he told me, I I hung up on him, and then I called him back to yell at him <laughs> because yeah, I couldn't. Let's, let's not it. even like, hint at it. I'm I won't. It's it's too painful. That's so fucked up. We should kill him. I want to. Um, so the next episode is Eastwatch. It doesn't say what the last two are called. On Wikipedia. Does it give a description? Like, a, a through, what is it? Like, uh, the little short descriptions that they have? Uh, like, what was this one? Arya comes home, Daenerys something, blah, blah, blah. So apparently someone, the people who um, hacked HBO were threatening, were like, holding it ransom for like $7 million or something. Yeah, I heard that they released the other. Those- they released the phone numbers of all the actors in Game of Thrones. Yeah, but they said they were going to release the episode. And I'm like, they don't care if you release the episode because this one leaked and it still broke records. Yeah, dude. Like, so what? Leak it. I, I mean, because you're going to have, like, it, even if it's leaked and you watch it, you're still going to watch it again on Sunday. Right. Because I know people who watched the leaked episode last week and that they were just like, yo. And I was like, hide, 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 hide. All right. Now Facebook is safe again. And, um... Yeah, no, it's not gonna, it's not gonna stop. Like this is like the most watched television show in history, so I don't think they really care. So I don't see a description. Okay, I know there's one somewhere. I just don't see it. And That's I don't fine. See any I mean, just know, knowing in, that it's Eastwatch by the Sea is enough. Right. So we're gonna see Wildlings. We're probably gonna see White Walkers, which means we're gonna see yeah. more Winterfell and Bran. Mm-hmm. Oh, finally he'll be put to fucking use. Okay, yeah. that works. But that that does this also mean that we're gonna see. Um, Sander Clegane and the band Brothers Without Banners. Oh shit! Yeah, we must, right? Yeah, because he called. He's like, I see the wall, and I see he saw Eastwatch. He saw Eastwatch by the sea. So does that mean that's where? Do, I mean, do they know enough to know that it is East, that it is Eastwatch? Is that where they're headed? Are we going to see that, the meet up? I think with that the Hound knew it was Eastwatch. I think. Yeah. I have to go back and check on that. Um, so I mean, because we haven't seen them in a couple episodes either. So I think it's time. It's time to see Tormund. It's time to see that, and it's time for them actually to have uh, to fight against. The, I mean, it's time for I mean, us to find out the match will hold up. Um, maybe I, I would like it for there to be a battle because we get we keep getting surprised with battles when we're not expecting it. Um, like we've had all the battles of, we've I had already. I kind of felt like a battle with the White but, Walkers would probably be at the end. Yeah, no, I don't think we're going to see a battle with the White Walkers yet, but we will see. I think we'll have to see some kind of confrontation, even if, or maybe if it's just confirmation that the wall magic has come down. I mean, I always want to see a battle, but uh, I think that we're we're going to see maybe a breach of the wall. I definitely feel like this season's going to end on like a huge cliffhanger. Oh yeah, totally. It has to. What else is going to keep us talking <laughs> to uh, the uh, next one's like ah. I like I'm pre- I'm prepared for that. I mean, even when it happens, I'm gonna be like ah. But I'm prepared for that. I'm prepared. I uh, I just yeah, it's time, man. I think we get to maybe see Brand finally put into action. We do get to see 
um, you know, we get to go back to the wall and see how the wildlings are doing at, you know, keeping up the castles and any conflicts that arise between, you know, them and, well, it's just them. So this just should be fine. And man, like how crazy is that going to be? Brothers Without Banners, you got to see them. Yeah. There's a lot. And, and we, oh, and we have so to, much so, still to cover. And we got to visit Cersei, too. we got to go back to Cersei and see how she's taking the news of the battle. Because you can't just go. You can't just leave us and, like, make us wait a whole episode before we address, you know, whether or not Jamie's dead and Cersei, how she's taking it, et cetera, et cetera. <sighs> There's a lot to cover. But, I mean, it's been moving so fast, so. It's been moving fast. And they're, they're getting good coverage in every episode. Yeah. Even though this episode was short. I know, I was so enraged. I was like, what? That's it? And I was like, ugh. Just like, I can't even, even, like, drink through it either. (laughs) I don't drink through them. I can't. I get to, I'm just, I need to just be, like, so, just hyped and energized. I can't. I don't know. Okay, anyways. (laughs) I just had had a whole other train of thought. Um, Yeah, man. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm so excited. I can't do, like, like, how does one show bring me so much joy? <laughs> I know. Look how emotionally we we're inve- emotionally invested we are over like fake people and like CGI dragons. Yeah, <laughs> and we're so emotionally invested. It's ridiculous. Oh, dude, like I want to watch it again, and like I'm so happy that like my BFF that I've known since I was like 11 is now watching the show and is into it. And she's calling me, and I'm like, okay. And so I don't get to talk to you, but she always her questions always. She just got the world book. So now she's like, I love when people hit me up to ask questions because then I just get Uh, to talk about it even more. Yeah, dude, it's so awesome. Like I was telling her all about the Golden Company today and like the whole, uh, you know, the other, the the pretender, uh, Aegon Targaryen or whatever, and just like the Golden Company and what that means in the books. And it was just, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. I just. (sighs) Yeah, we really glazed over what the Golden Company is, but it's pretty, um. They're you major know, players in the books. They are. They really are. Um, they're definitely worth reading up on if you don't know about them. Yeah, man. And they, I mean, like Tanya said earlier, there is a wiki of ice and fire. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's extensive and it's detailed and it's, it's awesome. And I, I go there for like references when I can't remember something. Um, although I did find that whole Peter Baelish Varys exchange um, on IMBD, that's where it popped up. And they had the whole conversation because it's actually that that conversation came about as a result, like the chaos's letter, as a result of um, of Varys was trying to marry Sansa off to House Tyrell, and uh, what you call it? Uh, what you call it? What the fuck? Varys. Littlefinger found out. Littlefinger found out he was trying to arrange. Uh, no, 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 no. Sorry, little. So whoever was trying to marry Sansa to Highgarden. And it Elena got fucked was. up. Elena was. Too, was that. And then um, I guess Littlefinger found out that Varys was talking to Ross about it. Remember the old, old mm-hmm. Ross? The redhead. That's, yeah, the redhead. And that's when um, he basically said, you know, beautiful things are no longer useful. And that's when he gave Ross to Joffrey. Right. And he killed her. And he killed her. And that's like, that's such that's, a, oh, man. What is it? Uh, it's just so, there's just so much chaos is a ladder those words are coming back and i'm just like yo what is this connection with i mean maybe i'm maybe i'm making it up or i'm just reading it too too deeply just because i feel like just the things that are happening 
because um, Varys, I, Varys, I think, fancies himself to be a three-eyed raven, even though it's never been mentioned, you know? Like, he's trying to see all the possibilities, and now we find him where he's just basically unable to predict anything. He has no idea what's happening, and I like to see him... You know, him and Varys are kind of in the same position, you know? Like, what's the use? What are their use? Like, Bar- uh, Littlefinger at least has an army. Uh, but what else does... Like, what else can you do? Ugh. It's just, just so much care. Like, oh, I just want to, I want to see more. I want to see more. I want to see working, and I want to see... Uh, I want... Bar- I would like to see Arya and Bran have a conversation, because Arya is basically what Bran wanted to be when he grew up. Yeah. She became what he couldn't. And, um... I don't yeah, but that, Bran doesn't care about all that fun. anymore. Bran is yeah. dead. Yeah, Bran is dead. Yep. Yeah, let's call it on Bran. <laughs> Bran, time of death, back in the cave. Right. Last season. Whether or not we realized it. He was, was um, mid download and got unplugged. Well, is there anything else yeah. you want to talk about before we wrap up? Every, everything. Let's just start over again. Okay. <laughs> let's go back to the beginning. Let's start again. <laughs> oh, man. I just, like, I just want to watch the episode again. I, this is one of my favorites. I think this one episode I could watch a million times and still have the same reaction. Because just, like, like the feeling in my heart when you, the hooves are just pounding and you hear the dragon roar. Like, it's all about that moment for me. It really, really, really is. And then watching Jamie drown and just not knowing. Not knowing. The uncertainty is going to kill me. And we're good, we're doing so much better at recording earlier in the week. So it's like we've got to wait that much longer. <laughs> I know. I know. Uh, man, I'm gonna have to satiate myself on other podcasts. Shout out to Podcast of Winter of Winterfell or Podcast Winterfell and uh, Sister. I can't Speak listen production. to them until like until I'm done because I have to like edit and everything. Like I have to wait until I'm done. Yeah, I literally try. Like it's it's hard for me to listen to it unless if I because if I try to listen to them while I'm doing work, I'm just like I stop doing work and I'm like right, <laughs> like totally zoned in. And I definitely uh, don't want to listen to them before I talk to you. Yeah, no, I'm no tainting. <laughs> no yeah, tainting. like I don't really talk to anyone about it much, and I don't. I definitely don't listen to any podcasts or read any articles until we've talked. Because, like, I don't yeah. know. I want it to be fresh. Yeah, it's got to be fresh. It's so it's just. I just, I don't know. Let me let me let me flip back through my notes. Because now I can go read all the articles I've been retweeting and not reading. I I know, right? I, dude, I, was, I so wanted to go and see like every what everybody's saying. I'm not really no no no. No, I guess I got nothing else. I who's still who actually who's still on Arya's list besides Cersei? Well, she thinks the Hound is dead. Uh huh. Yeah, she left him for dead. But does she have to kill the Hound now? I mean, I don't know. I mean, does he get a pass for taking care of her? Well, I mean, she let him. She left him. She robbed him and left him to die slowly. So she I don't left, know about yeah, him getting she a left pass. Him to die. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who else is on her list. Uh-uh. I feel like she's killed everyone but Cersei. Oh well, everyone's dead but Cersei. Yeah, everyone. Was Littlefinger on her list ever? No, he wasn't. He was. But I think he's gonna make his way to it. Let's see. Who's left in Arya's kill list? The mountain, which would be hard. Then, oh, Melisandre's on her list. Oh, yeah. And so are um, Beric Dondarrion and Thoris Amir. Wait, but that's her book list. Oh, that's true. Okay, so is the, is the Red Woman on her list in the show? I don't think the Red Woman was on her list in the books. 
Hmm. Okay, so I think so that, that the red woman being on her list a was a show thing. Okay, so for taking mm-hmm. Gendry. Yes, after she took Gendry. Yeah. Arya doesn't know her friend was, you know. She doesn't know that Gendry's still alive. Is he though? I mean, I mean, where the fuck he is rode he? off into the sunset, and we just maybe never he saw rode him off. Again. Maybe he rode. Oh, that was another theory. It's like maybe he rode. He rode off and went to Essos and joined the Golden Company, and now he's coming back. <laughs> Ew! It's the scene that's on right now is when Jorah's getting dressed with his disgusting self. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they didn't burn his clothes. They should have. So gross. But where are they going to give him his robes? I don't know. Something Set else. robes. See the hound, Walder Frey. She killed him. Marin Trance dead. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. <coughs> so I guess I just Cersei know. the Hound and Melisandre. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, not the Hound. Cersei the Mountain and Melisandre are left yeah, that's on her it. list. That's it. That's all. I, that's all I can tell. And then I just like. I guess something else is just. Do we, is there somebody who can interpret the writings of the children of the forest? Like, I mean, it's pretty obvious what they're getting at. And I think that it's really cool that they have the, that story or whatever it says in the cave where that's basically, what deja vu, uh, in the cave where they can manu- basically mine the dragon glass that it's going to take to put an end to them. But, like, is there something else more magical about the cave? I don't know. I feel like I don't Taran know. I mean, I think, I thought it was just. I thought it was but just it was cave nice. drawings. Yeah. I, nice didn't, I didn't think anything magical about it. How scary was that fucking picture of the White Walkers and the Night King, though? That's just hard. Like everything, everything else was just kind of like, okay, this is a rough illustration, and now we've got, like, the actual photo of them. like Right, the- with the eyes are actually blue. Like, what did they even use to do that? Yeah, it's fucking cool. I wonder if the first men ever, then, and then the first, then they, Children of the Forest never told the first men that they're the reason that the White Walkers exist in the first place because they were murderous barbarian assholes. But, hmm. It's what happens when you raise wolves. I'm looking forward to seeing how that plays out in the books. Yeah, me too. Because you know there's a whole, there's, you know, there's like a, like 35 pages about this shit. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Gonna get the description. We'll know exactly what temperature it was when it happened and all everything. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Man, I don't know. I guess that's it. I don't want to let go of this episode, but I guess we have to let go yeah. at some point. I mean, at it's some point, okay. people will just stop listening. But like these bitches are still talking about how great this episode. Six was. Yes, six hours later, <laughs> it was epic. I told Tanya, I was like, "This is gonna be like three hours of recording, maybe four. We're, we're coming up on three, so I guess... Like, and there's no Jameson involved, so we got no excuses. Oh my god, I know, right? <laughs> Alright, okay. let's, uh, let's wrap up then. Bye, guys. This is the best episode ever. Fight me. <laughs> uh, find us on Twitter. Thousand Eyes One O-N-E. Facebook, A Thousand Eyes and One. The occasional Instagram post, A Thousand Eyes and One. <laughs> <laughs> um... I still need to update our WordPress, but it's thousandeyespodcast.wordpress.com. You can find links for all of the episodes there for iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Um, I do need to update with the links for last week's episodes. I still haven't done that, I think. And, um, you know, give us feedback and shit. Yeah, email us, tweet us, post on our page. We want to hear from you. Yeah.
I can't, I can't. I just can't let it go. Oh, oh we didn't talk about the Unsullied at all, but we can talk about that next week. Yeah, they're, 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 they're fucking hungry. <laughs> they're hungry and abandoned. And it's, they should be pulled back. I mean, it's just, yeah, I guess we get, I guess we'll get to see them, but I'm not actually, I'm not checking for the Unsullied right now. Cause they got nothing. What are they gonna, they're boring. Nothing's in it. There's nothing to yeah, do. Yeah, the only person we care about is Grey Worm. He's going to die, so. I've, I have been drinking coffee, though. That's why yeah, you're talking so fast. Oh, dude. Yeah. I don't <laughs> drink coffee. But I was, like, so tired all day. I was like, I need coffee. I took two naps <sighs> today. Nice. I'm so jealous. So jealous. Yeah, I got to get my life together. Oh, you know oh, yeah? A Boston baby shower? What am I doing? Huh? We're recording this whole time.